Yeah, it's definitely more of yeah. the secondary kind of thing. Um, it's just like the setting, yeah. Because like, and that's the it's the it's the backdrop for their relationship, obviously. Because like, you know, they're not supposed to. Be, yeah, it's know. good that there is a backdrop too. Yeah. It's not just the romance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best character is uh, Calvin Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sam the Bomb, and I'm so excited to have with me every week, Danny. Hello, hello. Nick. Welcome to the fucking show. And it is the... I splashed on my monitor. <laughs> it is the 15th annual Summit. <laughs> splashed 15th? water on my monitor. I'm just kidding. No, it's the seventh. The fifteenth. <laughs> yeah. No. One hundredth. It's the seventh annual Summies, um, which we go over our top ten favorite shows of 2022, and um, it's award season, you know. So this is how we do the Summies. We do have a top ten uh, thing, but we got a little some sum for you later that we're going to talk about. We'll tell you about uh, speaking of award shows, but yes, it's the Summies. Okay, we each have our uh, lists of 10 shows of 2022 that we love. We got some honorable mentions. Favorite OPs and EDs of 2022, of course. And I ain't gonna waste... I ain't gonna waste no time. Okay, we just gonna get right into it. Alright. Links.AnimeSummit.net. That's where you can find everything. Where to listen, where to party, where to farty, where to hearty. Okay. <laughs> My favorite link on there, though, is the Discord. You can join the Discord. You can hang out with us and talk with us and join Manga Book Club. Have a really good time prancing around in your underpants. Or it's no really... pants. Or no pants. Like, I'm not even wearing pants right now. I'm just kidding. I'm wearing shorts. But I do have fuck pants tattooed on my leg. Are they white shorts? No, they're black. They're short shorts. I thought you I thought you liked white shorts. I do like white shorts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Um also if you haven't forgotten our live stream is this weekend. So tomorrow, when you're listening to this, it'll be tomorrow. Um at six thirty Central Time, seven thirty Eastern Standard Time. Uh not really much of a plan of what we're gonna do yet. Me and Nick and Danny are just gonna get on there and have fun, give prizes away in between, maybe play some games, maybe play some anime pictionary while I'll I'll draw on Clip Studio Paint and you guys Try and guess what anime character I'm drawing. Maybe win a prize that way. You know, enemies become friends and en- friends become enemies and mm, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, also, shout out to new patrons Dark Lord 666, Count Blech, Mindzaku, and Rudy L. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, to- yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you to you new patrons. And for you patrons, uh, that there's there's a few names on there that I said that became patrons before I released Chapter 3 of Fist of Summit, I will be adding your names to the last page, of course, because your names should be on there. And I did not do my due diligence and see that. Uh, see that. So I apologize. I will be adding your names to that last page, and I will re-upload it uh, to the, the link where you can read the comic and stuff. So if you read it and you didn't see your name on there when it was supposed to be, I apologize. I will put it on there. Um, that being said, wait, okay, hold on, you guys. This is going to take, like, a second, so just let me do it, okay? 
The Plummet of the Summit Award Show. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was our intro. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought it was. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'll do it like Looney Tunes or something. (laughs) I'll do it again when we start the subbies, but you know, just you know. All right, all right, right, yeah, yeah. I gotta get hyped again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Plummet of the Summit Award Show. 9,000. Don't forget the 9,000 part. 9,000. Okay. Hopefully, if you're a Discord member, you saw Danny's announcement earlier this week. Um, it's on Twitter. It's on Instagram. It's even on our link tree. It's the very first tab at the very top on our link tree. Yep. So, what so. we did is it's the four Plummet hosts and the three of us doing a mega podcast collab so not a normal collab this will be a separate thing from our weekly shows um but we each nominated a show for multiple categories best pacho best smoky best show anime of the anime of the year anime of the the honey bear whatever right and then we put those seven nominations on a list and then we sent it to you guys um where you can click on it and then vote your favorite for each category or what you think should win for each category. And then we will present them at the show. Okay. And it's going to be really fun because it's going to be all seven of us and it's going to be hilarious. All right. And speaking of collabs, okay, that'll be uploaded on both feeds with its own artwork and everything. Also, last day of voting is Friday, March 10th at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep, Danny will close it. Okay, after that. So you have like two and a half weeks or two weeks from today to to vote. Okay, so please do that. And uh, you also might have noticed that another episode appeared earlier this week on our podcast feed. That's because whenever we collab with Plummet, it'll be uploaded on both feeds. And whichever artwork it is, that's whose episode it is. We just uploaded on both. So the latest episode we uploaded was uh, Nick went over there and they were talking about getting tender hentai naughty things <laughs> if you will hmm. um dude i actually listened to that episode it was actually pretty good it was good we were talking about underpants are we talking good. about the hentai episode yeah after hell dark. yeah it was really I missed good a bunch of stuff really it didn't sound like it did. yeah <laughs> oh there's more <laughs> nick like oh that wasn't even my final four. That wasn't even Nick's final four, dude. But yes, Anime Plummet of the Summit 9000 Award Show, 15 billion percent. Okay, be there or be square. That'll come out sometime in March. And voting closes again, like Danny said, March 10th, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Um, all right, listener question of the week, uh, Nick. Let's get into it. This is from Snowman, and they say, what was the first anime that got you into anime production? If not a specific anime, then when did you start learning about people making the shows? And for Snowman, it was Evangelion, and they love they love the show after learning about it. So what are your guys' thoughts? 
Sam, you want to go? Yeah, I... So... <laughs> I, I mean, I've always... I don't know if I've always been into it, into it. I've always known kind of what I liked and what have you, that kind of thing. But I didn't really start getting into it until literally probably, like, end of 2021. Middle, like, end of 2021, sometime in 2022. And then, like really started like i really started kind of looking more and i started following a bunch of like channels on youtube like anime dormitory anime studio dormitory and some other like artists um a bunch of artists i follow from art books i've bought in the last like three or four years on youtube and then that are just like some of them are just animators as well as character designers and then um you know i follow some of my favorites on saka gaboru so like um, um, I really got into Yutaka Nakamura like a couple of years ago. Um, I would say like the scene I watched from My Hero Academia when it was like it was a uh, Deku versus Todoroki. Um, he did that. He did like a bunch of cuts in that fight at the end of it. So that's kind of when I started. I would say it probably around there is when I started kind of being like, oh man, I love this, right? Um, and then. When we did the Otaku no video episode too, I started kind of that was another moment where I was kinda of like, Man, I really love talking about this. And um and also the when we did a way long time ago, when we did the Japan Animator Expo, kind of going through each studio and like director who did each like short, that kind of was another moment where I was kinda of like, Oh man. Um Oh yeah, that was cool. That was I fun. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah. There's the Star Wars one too. In the Star recently. Wars one, yeah. It was really cool to see, like... And the Star Wars one, too, like, I was... I I feel bad for not mentioning that, you know, Kamame Shirahama did uh, the character designs for the... Oh, is that the witch hat lady? Yeah, that's the manga cover witch hat, yeah. I Witch lady, that's her name. So Kamame Shirahama <laughs> did the character designs for the... I think it's the Elder... The yeah, one with the old man. The older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, I love Yutaka Nakamura a lot. Um, I also love Shingo Yamashita. Shingo Yamashita boarded a lot of uh, stuff, and he's a great artist. But most importantly, he boarded Ranking of Kings OP2, which is like the, the second OP to Ranking of Kings. So good. I just like, and so. Uh, what I do now is like I go on Sakagaboru and just cruise it, and then I just favorite my favorite cuts and follow my favorite names on there, and that's kind of how I've just been like learning. And I'm I'm I've been messing around with Clip Studio Paint a lot too, um, as you all know, of course, obviously. But like I've been messing around a lot lately with like the animation uh, tool in it, so that's been really fun. But I don't for to answer your question, so man, I don't have a definitive answer. I think. My best answer for that is just like probably when I just halfway, about halfway through when I started this podcast, like, I don't know, probably like a year after Danny joined, I started really getting more into it. Probably, mostly, most likely then, because there's like a bunch of moments throughout, you know what I mean? So anyway, what about you guys? Um, I mean, I would say it's, it was definitely probably way later um definitely when i joined the podcast was 
for sure when I started to kind of like really pay attention to production and everything like that. Um, I mean, I am still not 100% like there, like how Sam is and stuff. Um, but like if I, I will go down a rabbit hole, especially with directors and artists, um, and I'll see like what they have done in the past and everything like that. Um, I would probably say the one thing that kind of really got me into, um, like actually researching and, and learning and stuff would probably be um, Persona 5, like the game's opening because it was directed by Sao Yamamoto, who also directed Yuri on Ice. Um, because mm, nice. in the opening for the game, the characters do um, like figure skating in it and you can definitely tell that like it's the same person who it's like did the same the boarding skate. style yeah, yeah 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 so that that was just like uh, awesome to see and even find out like finding that out and just being all like that is fucking cool so um yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm still not 100% there. Like I can't name I can't name artists or directors. I mean, aside from like uh Miyazaki. Miyazaki. Like literally, <laughs> he's the only director that I can willingly like know out the top of my head. Um a lot of the other people, I definitely have to look them up. Like I have to go on my Annie list or something like that to look them up. So yeah. All right. All right. Uh, the first anime that got me like kind of into it, probably when I got back into anime in like 2014, 2015. So that would be stuff like Kill a Kill, mostly Kill a Kill, because like everyone was nut hugging Studio Trigger. I'm like, oh, what's Studio Trigger? Oh, they're from Gainax. Oh, I like Evangelion. Blah. And then I just kind of learned a little more about that i don't know a whole lot though to be honest it's all very surface level knowledge that i have (laughs) i'm not a scholar i don't know every famous uh animator director you know producer in in anime so uh oh did we mention that leiji matsumoto passed away recently that was like yesterday or something two days ago February thirteenth, that happened. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. They announced a, it recently. They announced it yesterday, but it was. Yeah. Speaking of production and staff, yeah, should dedicate this to Leiji Matsumoto. Yeah, yeah Leiji like, Matsumoto. Uh, at Galaxy Express nine nine nine, Space Battleship Yamato, Captain Harlock. Those are kind of the the big famous ones that he helped with. Interstellar. Um, yeah, but I mean that was like kind of after his heyday though. But that that was more inspired by him. But yeah, that was more um, of a collab thing. Yeah, it was later. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he probably hardly did any of that, to be honest. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, especially Battleship Yamato. That was like one of the huge pillar anime that uh, started the craze in the early seventies. Um. So yeah, that, and I think that was bigger than Star Wars for Japan, at least at the time, which was kind of crazy. But. Yeah, I I don't I still don't know a ton about it. I know like the the story. I don't even know if this is really a production story, but like the 
funny story where they sent it was Studio Ghibli sent a, a sword to Disney and said no cuts <laughs> to I think it was Princess Mononoke or Spirited Away it was one of those two. See, my, my knowledge is so bad. I, I don't even know like which movie it was from, but it was one of the Ghibli movies and they sent the sword that's and said no cuts cuz Disney wanted to like butcher it. So I know a couple of funny stories like that, but yeah, I I I do f- find it interesting. I'm just not somebody who researches and studies this as much as a lot of other people. Um, I know they do a really good job on, if you want to know more about production background stuff, you can, you can check out uh, the Ghibliotech podcast. They do only mostly studio Ghibli and some other stuff. And then also um, anime world order. They have a lot of episodes going back to 2005. (laughs) And uh, so those are some of the good ones. There's, there's a lot of other uh, podcasts too. So, yeah, or join our Discord because you know there's a there's a few of us in there that talk about that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, join yeah. our Discord linktree.anime summit or something or other. There you go. Links.animesummit.net. Links.animesummit. I say it every week and Nick just fucks it up. Um, but yeah, or join just because yeah we talk about it in there often. Um, there's a few of us in there that love, that love that stuff. So, okay, waifu and husband or Daniel, let's get into it. Waifu is Bochi from Bochi the Rock. And husbando is Fudo from Love After World Domination. Bochi because because it's Bochi. And Fudo because, like, the man literally is putting his whole life's work at risk for for love. I mean, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Which we talked about on last week's episode, couple's episode. Um, but, yeah, that being said... Here we go. <laughs> no, you started. You got to finish some. <laughs> yeah, dude. We each chose our top 10 shows of 2022. We secretly chose them. We secretly chose them, and then we put them on this bitch. And we are going to talk about them. I will tell you for me personally. Just my initial thought, not that Nick and Danny, they can give their initial thoughts if they want, but for me, it was really hard. There was a bunch of stuff I changed around, and some people are going to be like, oh, Sam, you're a fake fan. I thought you loved the show. And it's like, I fucking did. I just liked this one a little bit better, and it was really hard, so shove it up your ass, all right? That being said, um, does anyone else have any initial thoughts? or? Nope, let's get on to this. Okay. <laughs> We will do DSN. A lot of good shows. <laughs> do DSN order. Dan. Dissin. 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 When you get punched in the chin, that's the sound it makes. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, when you get punched in the balls, it's like. Ah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Arnold Schwarzenegger video. A is for yeah. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Danny number 10. Um my number 10 is Bochi the Rock. Yeah. Oh yeah. We all had it on our spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. I don't care I'm spoiling. I yeah, mean yeah. Uh, we don't have to talk about it too much because I know it's a lot higher 
No, say, say what you want to say about Just it. Just say what you Just liked get, about it. Give yeah. a little oh. spiel. Yeah, give like, you know, 30 seconds. I mean, I, in the beginning, I definitely wasn't really like a big fan of it, especially with Bochi's character. I just her social anxiety was a little bit too extreme and it to me it got a little annoying but after a while like the more I watched it Bochi got better um she still doesn't have like the stage performance down packed yet but she is now able to perform in front of people um instead of just in a freaking box so um yeah a lot of character growth oh yeah yeah and i mean like the ending was like their big performance um was it gave me goosebumps when certain events happened um yeah so mm-hmm it's cute. I really, I mean, I loved the music and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the other characters were really great, especially the, the drunk lady that helped Bochi face her fears and performing um, on the street and stuff. So Yeah, that, that was a good scene. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, drunk lady's good. Drunk lady's good. <laughs> um, okay, nice one. Nice one, Danny. Thanks. Uh, number 10 for me was Chainsaw Man. Now, hold on. Whoa, you're canceled, Sam. I know. Whoa, Sam, was... why is it so bottom on your list? This is Ain't like one of your favorite, favorite things. <laughs> oh, fake fan. Sam's fake fan. <laughs> I... Let me tell you. <laughs> on second thought, it's off the list. <laughs> you know what? It's off. Um, yeah, Tatsuki Fujimoto's manga, yeah, this anime was like, it was really hyped up, okay, and it was just like, it looked pretty, it looked, you know, the production was really cool, there was some problems with the anti-aliasing and maybe some rotoscope shit, but like, it looked really fucking cool and it was really fun to watch. And I have it on my list, obviously, because like, I love Chainsaw Man that much, it just had to be on there. But I put it at the bottom because, I don't know, it just like, I feel like, this is kind of the first time I feel like I've watched you know, an anime adapting one of my favorite manga, and it's just like, it just didn't execute it properly. And to be fair, the way Tatsuki Fujimoto, like, crafts their manga, you know, is just like, it's kind of wild, and it's kind of difficult to, like, relay the, the, relay some of the themes and stuff properly in the show, maybe. But I feel like there was, there was a lot that they could have done to, to relay them better. And they just didn't. I feel like, uh, but I still, I still liked it a lot. I, it's, I think it's really fun. It's a fun show, and you know, not everything translates to the screen properly. But then, in this case, in the case of Chainsaw Man, where it has like these really like crazy themes, and within the characters and outside of the characters, like in their environment and stuff, then I kind of just feel like it could have been a little better. And considering they spent so much time on everything, every other part of it. It was just like, I don't know. It's it's. I feel like Mappa. It was one of Mappa's things where it was just like, okay, let's grab this one and do it, so no one else can do it, and then we'll spend a lot of time on how fancy it looks, so people don't pay attention to like how much we're leaving out of the script and this other stuff. I don't know. It just was kind of 
I don't know. I just feel like execution was not a hundred. If you were going to spend that much time hyping it up as much as you did, and on how it looks and stuff like that, you shouldn't. I don't know. Just like, just kind of feel like you let other aspects suffer a little bit. I don't know. That's but just it's me. still the tenth best of the year. <laughs> still the tenth best. Yeah, I don't know. You guys are being real negative for your top ten. <laughs> yeah, but I still really enjoy, and I love Chainsaw Man. I still really enjoyed the yeah. rest of it. It was the rest of it was that cool, that that good, where it was you know worth it. So anyway. L'Oreal. L'Oreal, yeah. Nick Rink- uh Sorry, Nick. Uh, How dare you, Sam? You spoiled it. Sorry. <laughs> Nick, number... What's your number? Okay. Five? Audience has to remind us, because I think... Look, Honey Bear lost last year's sheet, so I don't know where I put this one last year, but Ranking of Kings was from fall last year, and it finished in winter this year, so half of the show was this year. I'm also putting it on this year's list. I feel like it's one of the best anime of the year. Um, I'm putting it 10 so people don't get too mad at me in case they're picky about it. Um, and the reason I'm saying that is because, like, you know, you couldn't technically finish the show until this year, so that's my logic to it. And Plenty of other people do that, too, where it's like it only it's only eligible if it finishes this year. But anyway, Rank of Kings, it's the uh, fairy tale underdog story by, studio, by Wit Studio, and... This one follows the the character Bo Bochi. No, not Bochi. Boji. <laughs> Boji yeah. the Rock. Yeah, Boji. The original the original Boji the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Boji the Rock. Uh and he, so he's he's a little boy um who has like this condition where he's basically he basically has like certain handicaps where like he can't talk and he's very tiny, but he also has like the power of a giant kind of and he has to like follow in his father's king, the king, the late king. He has to follow in, in his footsteps and try to become the king. And that's kind of the basic gist of it. There's a lot that goes on. It's 23 episodes. Um, but yeah, this is just a really, really good fairy tale style anime with, with uh, like, like I think world masterpiece theater style um, animation, kind of like old fashioned style animation, but like new, you know, like newer and brighter. And it's just really heartwarming. Um, We'll be talking more about this one a little bit later at some point. But, like, the the Queen Hilling is just, like, one of our favorite characters of the year. I know Sam loves her. and uh, Yeah, me and Nick she, love Queen Hilling. <laughs> yeah, dude, we love- she's, she starts off as kind of like a villain, and then, you know, you learn more about her. And Bochi is just, like, he's so easy to root for and one of my favorite characters of recent times. And, yeah, I, th- I think this is actually, like, a pro- I mean, the last – the first part of the show is probably stronger than the second part. Sure. But it's still really good, really worth watching. I recommend it to anybody. So, um, yeah, if you want, if you want that type of show, that you know, underdog, you know, uh, character going against all odds, fighting against, uh, you know, like handicaps, like then it's it's a great show. So yeah, everybody should watch Ranking of Kings. There we go. And it looks. Look, awesome. I was positive about it. And it looks awesome. Yeah, well. Wit Studio is fucking awesome. They're really good at uh, what they do. So, um. Yeah, dude, really cool, really fucking cool, fucking. Uh, uh, that was the one I mentioned earlier, where Shingo Yamashita boarded a lot of it, and he boarded a lot of the second LP as well. So, makes sense. And the song in the second LP is cool too. But um, oh, and Beast. There's this animator named Beast, and I don't. That's know a who, fucking. That's a name right there. <laughs> I don't know their real name. Yeah, they. But like, uh. They've done a lot of stuff. They've done some key animation in it as well. 
Uh, but yeah, dude, every time we see Queen Hilling, I'm like, that ass. And Nick is like, that schnoz. <laughs> <laughs> All the better to smell you with. <laughs> I like doing She'll that. She'll huff too. and puff and blow your house down. I love doing that when I hug people. Like when I hugged Kate the other day, I was like, mm, you smell different when you're awake. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You smell alert. <laughs> Okay, Danny, number nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, My number nine is Spy Family. Yeah. I Great to, show. Yeah, I had to put it on there. It's definitely... Um, yeah, it's a good show. It, it got me to literally catch up with the manga... This is, I would say, this is the only show that was able and capable of me uh, doing that. No, I'll talk um, to your vendors too. Yeah, but I'm not. Oh, but you, like, didn't, you didn't technically I catch didn't, up with all of it. Yeah, yet. I didn't yeah. catch up to like. Um, Tokyo Revengers no, failed to the, Danny. To the very end. I mean, That's no, no, my no. conclusion. No, no, no. Tokyo Revengers <laughs> is, is a whole other ball game. Like, that is just bingeable. That's true. Yeah, it is a so, more bingeable thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're right, you're right. I, I, I told Sam, I'm like, I can't wait. Like, oh, like once every week for just one chapter. Like, I need to, wa- I need to read it all. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a more bingeable thing. Yeah. 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 Um, but Spy Family is is like super fun, super cute. Um, you know, get to see Anya. Uh, you know, just be a fool of herself and reading people's minds and all that. Um, both OPs for the first half and the second half are amazing. I mean, I think I like the second OP way better than the first. Um, and both EDs are fantastic. Uh, the music, oh gosh, I think this is probably like best music for me. Um, cause it has like that jazz, like, um, like 1930s, 1932. Yeah. Like, like just very, uh, noir swinging, uh, swing, uh, music and everything. A smelly kind of smell. Smelly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just reminded when King posted the Mr. Krabs gif. Okay. What is that smell? That smelly smell. <laughs> that smelly smell. But yeah, 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 yeah. The, it's like that kind of um, Rat Pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. so good. Like it, it, it was great. Um, we even did a watch party for this. So. Mm. Oh yeah, that was um, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see more, and um, especially the next arc that's about to happen. So I'm really, I'm really stoked for it. Nice, nice one. Nice one. Uh, my nan is your boy Kong Ming. I thought you were doing Mortal Kombat for a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is an acapella podcast. The rest of the episode, I'm just going to do. Acapella stuff. Starting with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, your boy Kong Ming is really funny. It's like 
you know, it's like a, what do you call it, reverse isekai, where Kung Ming, and I don't remember his Chinese name, I apologize. Um, Isn't that just his Chinese name? No, oh yeah, Kung Ming, yeah, I guess it's his Chinese name, yeah. But like his actual full name, I don't remember. Oh, okay, no idea. Yeah, yeah, he's a historical figure, and he was like an advisor. From the Three Kingdoms. From the Three Kingdoms, yep. And um, he was like an advisor to the king, uh, or the emperor. Uh, Oh yeah, Zhu Ge Leung. Zhu Ge Leung Kong Ming. You just butchered that. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think I said Chinese is very hard to pronounce. Chinese is super hard. I'm trying to learn it right now. I'm not doing a good job. But he gets Duolingo just slaps you every time you mess up. Yeah, they're. (laughs) Duolingo gives you emotional damage, just like that YouTuber guy. Emotional damage. Yeah. Nigel, uh, I forget his name, but yeah, he's it's like Steve, Steve He, or no, Steve Hui, like yeah, Steve Hui. Hey, see, I can't yeah. pronounce his name. Nigel Ung is uh, Uncle Roger. My bad. Um, love them both; they're both hilarious. Um, yeah, no, and he gets he gets uh, he gets transported to modern day Shibuya, like on his in his deathbed, and you know he's like in the middle of a party. I think it's like a Halloween party or something. They're like in the middle; of the, they're in the street partying. Yeah, it was a yeah. Halloween party. Yeah, and then he gets whisked into this nightclub, you know, and uh, he meets this girl there who's like an aspiring singer and goes back to her house and sleeps there because whatever. She thinks that he's just some guy who needs a place to crash because he partied too hard. And then he tells her, nah, dude, I'm actually like I'm Kong Ming, like from, you know, so-and-so China, you know, this this dynasty or whatever. And she's like, what? And then she believes Yeah, they all him. think he's a cosplayer. Yeah, yeah. He's like, wow, that's a really good costume. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm actually him. But then, like... <laughs> like, wow, maybe he is him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, he hears her sing one of her songs, and he's like, oh, my God, this is the song of angels. He's like, I will use all of my intelligence and power as a war tactician to make you a star, to help you achieve your dreams, because it is dreams that will take us to a brighter future and whatever. And it's just, like, this really epic thing all to like help her achieve her goal and it's just like a really cool story like the way he does everything and goes about like uh helping her throughout the show with these different tactics that he calls back to uh is really funny you know and it's just man it's just really cool and it's it's very nicely animated it's it's very beautiful there's bright colors very smooth and and the op is really good and and the EV is good too, actually, and the music in it too, obviously, because there's a lot of music, because uh, it's a kind of a musical. It's centered around music a little bit. Um, the music in it's cool too. So, yeah, number nine, your boy Kang Ming. I should I should have recorded what you said and then just said, "Here's my number nine and then just played back what you said. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't realize idea. we had the same number nine. I did not realize that. Sorry. Yeah. My number nine is a little anime you might have heard of called Ya Boy Kong Ming. <laughs> this follows Kong Ming and that girl, and they do what Sam said. <laughs> and they do what and Sam said. <laughs> um, yeah, this is just a fun show. Great OP, great vibes. Uh, it's Kong Ming carries it. He's like the best character in that show, really, because he's so cunning and like he's so clever with all of his schemes and stratagems that he uses. And, like, he even names them after, like, the ancient Chinese, like, strategies from the Three Kingdoms and stuff. And it's really funny. Um, I think he did the borrowing 100,000 arrows trick or whatever where he, like, 
used the other band's crowd and like stole them <laughs> basically uh and he, he did yeah, a bunch of other stuff yeah. too so yeah that like all of his tactics are really fun to watch and that's that was my favorite part of the show yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I like the every other character too, like the main girl, um, what's her face, <laughs> rain jacket plus hat girl, Aiko Tsukimi. Great, e- very easy cosplay by the way for her. Yeah, just put on a rain jacket and a baseball cap. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Some shorts. All right. Um, oh yeah, and the rapper guy. I forgot about him. Uh, Taijin. He was kind of fun. He was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Japanese rap is interesting for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then uh, oh, was it the owner? Was it Kobayashi? Was it him or the? Was it the guy who owned the bar? The, the guy, guy that he was like the really. That he was a big at. Three Kingdoms nerd, and it was funny to watch him nerd out with Kong Ming. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, this is just a really fun show, and everything Sam said, I agree with. Great show, everybody watch it. Everybody watch it, dude. Okay, number eight. Number eight is. So this one, not a lot of people talked about, and so I want to talk about it, and it's uh, Kotaro Lives Alone. Um, yeah, dude. My brother liked this one. He was like, it's really sad, but I really It's like, like it. so <laughs> sad, but like it, it, it will really tug your heartstrings a lot, but it's so stinking sweet because, like, Kotaro is literally this four-year-old boy. And he's living alone. And he has, like, the tenants that, like, live around him are, like, they, they like, literally look after him and everything like that. So yeah. this little boy is so stinking cute. And, like, the more you watch it, the more you kind of, like, find out about Kotaro and why he's living alone and everything like that too. Um, there is somebody who does come who uh, it's the lawyer who is pre- he takes she takes on the job to deliver Kotaro money weekly so that he has a spending allowance and everything like that. So there's that How do they let him live by himself? I, I do not know. Um, <laughs> apparently there's something it's anime it, yeah it's anime literally so but it's Danny, so sweet. can i interest you in a little show called ranking of kings i've seen it all right she was a little boy <laughs> show all right <laughs> i've seen boji li- boji lives alone <laughs> um yeah like this show definitely went under the rug I feel nobody was t- nobody was talking about it when it came. Yeah, it's out. a Netflix ONA. Yeah, it's on Netflix, so um, I think it kind of did like a little sneaky peek where nobody just nobody was talking about it and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, did they do the thing where they held it till after it was done airing and they put no, it all out? No, I think out? that was a no. They one. put all they, of it yeah. on, like all oh, of the they ep- find, they, There's they only did ten it? episodes. Yeah, well, no, I'm it, asking, did they? Was it like airing in like winter, and then they didn't put it out till like fall or something? Uh, Is that what happened, or no? Actually, no. I think it was they just straight up put it on. Yeah, it was in winter. Okay, so ar- around the just, time it finished. Yeah, so it came it aired out, March 10th. Yeah, and it just 
real, like all of it. I mean, I was scrolling on Netflix and I saw Kotoro Lives Alone and was like, what's this? And I watched it. And I it's was a just little like, boy. this is the cutest thing ever. This little boy <laughs> is adorable. And um, also it's it's a show that James won't watch with me because anytime he like James walked into the kitchen, something like really sad and depressing <laughs> started started happening. And he's like, what are you watching? Like, why are you watching this? Like, it's going to make me cry. I'm all like, but it's so cute. <laughs> so I will say the anime, my anime list uh, thumbnail does not do it justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't even know what the that one is. I'm looking on any list, so we're on anal list because we, me and Danny, like to do anal. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So watch it. Watch Katara lose alone. Oh, it's I don't cute. know that. That's cute. Oh, he <laughs> has snake eyeballs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he has vertical. Fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying? The black part of your eye. Whatever yeah, he has, that word is. He has, a, he has kind of a peculiar set of eyes. Yeah, I know. But, uh, That's why nobody watched it. All right. Character anyways. design's a little bit ugly. Wow. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. I said it. Someone had to say it. Anyways. All right. <laughs> Good number eight, Danny. Good number eight. All right. My number eight is uh, what you call it. Oh, good. You didn't copy me again. I did it. <laughs> Uh, I picked Call of the Night because I love it. Yofu Kashi Nauta. Uh This one is about the kid, Ko Yamori. He's like a middle school student. He can't sleep. And then in the walking around in the middle of the night, he meets Nazuna Nanakasa, who's a vampire. And he starts going into the world of vampires. This is based on the manga, <clears throat> based on the manga of the same name uh, by uh, Kotoyama. Same person who did Dagashi Kashi. Oh, I love Dagashi Kashi, dude. Dagashi Kashi. That was one of my favorite anime EDs. Yeah, and then like the second season of that, then they like switched to like the short format or something. Uh, yeah, it was it was okay. Yeah, the first yeah. season was probably a little. I mean, it wasn't even the first. Even the first season wasn't great, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I just liked the idea of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Call of the Night, dude, I really love this. The, the, you know, it looks really nice. The colors were super awesome and I love the characters a lot and it's kind of like a slice of life a little bit. Um, it's more, it's kind of a little bit of, it's got a romance element to it as well. And, you know, Nazuna and Ko, they kind of make like a deal like, okay, well, you know, let me suck your blood every once in a while because your blood tastes really fucking good for some reason. And he's like, all right, let's hang out. And they just hang out a lot. And they it's kind of one of those things where you don't really know if, like, okay, are we, like, just friends or what are we doing? Okay. But then it's like they're kind of, like, looking at, like, vampire biting as, like, this intimate thing because, like, every time he goes to hang out with her, they go and hang out in her little room that she takes people to. And they sleep in the same bed and they kind of just hang out. And I don't know. It's like, it's like is it an intimate thing? Is it not? And then the, you, later you get introduced to some of her sisters who are like, you know, quit playing, stop playing, stop playing with the homie, you know. And then you run into Anko Uguisu later, who's like a detective trying to kill vampires. She's a vampire hunter. And it just becomes this crazy thing, man. It's wild. Actually, 
I was going to see. Is the manga still going? I don't think it is. doesn't say. Um, I think it still is. But either way, I thought it was a really cool show. I really like this. Uh, you know, it was kind of like a supernatural c- comedy. There's some romance elements to it. There's some dark parts to it. And it kind of blended all those things really nicely. And I like vampire stuff. So, like, I don't know. I just really loved it. It was really, it was really cute. I loved it. You should read the manga and watch the anime. I think they're both pretty good. All right. That was my number eight. Number eight, Nick. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Great uh, OP on that one, too. Yes. Love the OP on it. Um, so, oh, yeah. And if you like Monogatari, then you might like Call of the Night because it's, it's a little bit of a similar feel to, like, ba- Baki Monogatari. In terms of, like, the main two characters. Right. Yeah. You yeah. got, like, an empty city and characters talking to each other. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my comparison. Anyway, uh, my number. What are we on? Seven, eight. eight? eight. My number eight is Lycoris Recoil. Licorice Lyco, Recoil. Lyco Rico. Licorice. Lyco, Lyco oh yeah, we found out it's, it's pronounced Licorice Recoil. Licorice. This is Lyco-ri-ko. an original by A One Pictures. A One Sauce. The best part about this is the characters. Two main characters. This is pretty much a. Uh, what do you call it? Like student uh, crime fighting organization anime um, where you have the, what are they called? They're just called licorice, the, the licorice program. And they carry out assassinations and they, they, they handle tasks for, you know, for the city, for Japan really. And they're, they're fighting against terrorists and that's kind of the main plot. And you have, you have uh, the two main characters, Takina and Chisato who, are trying to foil like the main big bad guy at the end. Um, we find out later who it is, and they they work with a team. They have a hacker who's like this little lolly girl, Kurumi. They have Mizuki. She's like the older. She, she's like a former licorice. Then you have uh, Mika. He owns the cafe, I think. The they have a bunch of other characters. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of other characters, and um, so yeah, they're just pretty much fighting against terrorism, and it's it's. It's just really cool to watch them like fight. The A one does a great job with the the gun. Like they they use guns, so they're they're doing gunfights. And Shisato has like the ability to dodge bullets because she can predict where people are moving and mm-hmm. and uh, turn. You, you figure out why she can do that later on because like because of some stuff that happened. And then uh, Takina is just like it's you have the hot and the cold, right? Shisato's the hot, Takina's the cold, and it's like the opposites characters, and you know the meme of them walking forward and one of them kicking the other one in the butt. <laughs> That's like kind buddy, of, it's almost like a buddy cop. A little yeah. Bit. Buddy cop. It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah. Uh, anime high schooler girl, buddy cop pretty much. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's really fun. Um, they did a pretty good job for an original where they like, they wrap things up well enough. Um, and it's, it does, it doesn't, it's, it's kind of like spy family where it doesn't do, anything the best but it does most things pretty well <laughs> so <laughs> it was funny it was action-packed the characters are cute like Chisato and, and Takina are some of the best character designs of the whole year I think and as we figured out all that fucking matters is character design <laughs> so <laughs> yeah that's why Kotaro lives alone isn't higher up Danny he looks like a snake he looks like a snake whatever <laughs> Oh man! You look like I look like a cross-eyed cat. You look like a piece of shit. (laughs) A cross-eyed cat, dude. That cat was cute. You're tripping, dude. 
You're so you're weird. I'm still upset. <laughs> All right, number seven, All right. Danny. Um, my number seven is my dress up darling. Oh wait, no, sorry, that's yours. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Wow, Danny sorry. just ruined Sam's number at seven. The wrong list. <laughs> um, you guys should just trade now. Just trade. <laughs> No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. So I was, like, about I was like looking twice. at it. I'm like, wait, I didn't put that so low. What the hell? And <laughs> I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I should change that. Wow, you just spoiled your own list now. Jeez. <laughs> um, no, my number seven is your boy Kong Ming. Um, yeah, this was fun. Um, I think honestly, when this show came, aired. Uh, I literally listened to the opening on repeat because that song is just so freaking good. And didn't they take that from like Mongolia? They took it like a pop song. It's yeah, it's a somewhere. cover from a different artist. I can't remember one of our. Listeners, At the end of the day, I don't care. It's one really of our cool, listeners so. uh, mentioned it, um, but I can't. I don't remember. Um, who the other artist was, but they, but it is a cover, like it's not an original song or anything like that. Oh, here we go. It's uh, it's a cover of the Hungarian song. Okay, Bully Karali or Chicky Chicky Bam Bam, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hungarian. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Yeah. So, Anyways. Um, yeah. Like honestly, I, I think this is definitely. One, on I, I would say it's it's one of the better music, uh, anime shows that I have seen. Sure, I'm, yeah. And I, I mean, there are dozens that I have seen, but I, I would say this is this is definitely different. Um, you know, Kanming is helps. Um, what's her name? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Her what's name. her name? <laughs> <laughs> See, it doesn't matter. Hat I told girl. You. Hat girl. Um. Oh, what? Kong Ming is like is like Bochi, where like Eiko. the Her main character Eiko. just carries it. Tsukimi Eiko, like he helps her, you know, get her her views, get her follows, and everything like that. Um, she befriends the competitive. Uh, trio pop idol um singer um and we find out what what went down with them and then there's like uh taijin who was the rap guy and stuff which that one was really fun um also really weird listening to japanese hip-hop and and hearing like a rap battle is was very interesting also really weird all at the same time so but yeah i mean i'm not going to talk too much because we kind of spoke on it already but it's it's really fun and i really enjoyed it so yeah yeah dude it's a good one it's a good one um my number seven is my dress up darling yeah. Uh, we already knew that, though, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Danny. I'm sorry. Um, do this show, man. It's so good. This show. 
It's cute. I really enjoy it as a romance and as as a slice of life show. It's really cute. Um, it just like um, it. It's this guy, you know, and he's kind of a loner because he's got different hobbies. And then he meets this girl, and one that hobby is like he likes making the uh, the dolls. I forgot the name of the, the kind of dolls they are, but the you know Hina dolls. Yeah. What was that, Danny? Hina dolls. Okay, it it cut off for me. Kina dolls. Okay. Kina no, dolls. not yeah, Kina. Hina. Hina. Kina. Kina. Hina. 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 Gina. <laughs> it's actually pronounced Hina dolls. Gina. Thank you. <laughs> Gina dolls. <laughs> They're made out of fine Gina. They're made out of fine. <laughs> so obviously he has to. <laughs> He, he makes dolls and then he pokes them with needles and uh, the girls. No, like, they're not Ooh. voodoo dolls. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you know, he yes. sews the co- he sews the costumes and stuff on them, right? So like he's really good at sewing and all that. And um, he decides one day, it's like, oh, I can fix this at school at the school sewing machines because they're faster because the sewing machine fucked up or whatever. And then, uh, Marin Kitagawa runs into him. And she's like, oh, my God, you can sew? He's like, yeah. And then they, it turns out she's really into cosplay. She's actually, like, a weeb. And she wants to cosplay this one character from her favorite, like, Otome game or visual novel game or whatever. And they kind of make a deal. It's like, all right, let's make a deal. I'll I'll make this if you suck my dick or whatever. I don't remember what the deal was. But, like, it wasn't really a <laughs> It wasn't really a deal. It was just like she kind of asked him to help, and he was like, okay, he sure. He never said that. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. He didn't. He's not an ugly bastard. No, no, yet. no, yeah. Not and then yet. so, like, you know, you know, hilarity ensues, right? Because obviously they're spending a lot of time together. And, uh, you know, like the second episode, he's got to like, get, get her measurements, right? So, like, she shows up, and uh, he's like, no, don't worry. I wore a bathing suit underneath or whatever, and... Yeah, because he he was all like, you have to be like naked, and he and yeah, she just like casually stripped down, and was all like, Gojo, it's fine. I wore a bathing suit, but the bathing suit was like super skimpy and everything like that. And yeah, like like, (laughs) the only thing is she didn't have no butt. She had a pancake butt. She got a butt. She had boobs, but no butt. Can't trust somebody with no butt. Uh, anyways, <laughs> fucking Nick. God. Studio Cloverworks, man. I thought it was. Gotta really do some good. squats, Marin. It was really nicely animated too. You know, for 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 you know, I feel like I feel like a lot of these romance shows in the past couple of years they get shafted to their crappy animation. There's you know, and it makes it to me that adds to the boringness too. But also the story in this one is just really nice. Like the characters progress really nicely, and. Later, they start meeting more characters. They meet the one character who's, like, a really famous, like, cosplay social media, you know, on really famous cosplay on social media. They hang out with her and her sister. And it's really fun. It's really good. I really like it. Um, it's a it's a really nice show. And it's a... Uh, I think you should watch it, dude. It's good. Kazu Masa Ishida did the character design. Um, and he did the character design for... Uh, Wonder Egg Priority and uh, not Wonder Egg Priority, but um, uh, shoot, what else did he do? 
I don't remember, but he was. He's Doesn't an matter. An, he did this. He's an animation. He's an animation director and a key animator, and he did the character designs for this. So he's he's in the business, and he's really good at what he does. So well, was the original creator? Uh, did the, did the designs in the uh, source look the same? Look pretty similar, I think. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's uh. Oh, it's uh. Shinichi Fukuda, 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 Fukuda Matata. Fukuda Matata. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're 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 pretty. The styles are pretty close. Yeah, because it's based on a a manga that appears in Young Gangan magazine. But yeah, that's my number seven. Number seven. 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 <laughs> Hot ham with a dice. <laughs> All right, my number seven is. Chainsaw Man, and I'm surprised they didn't do a Chappelle show skit in the opening, because that would have been funny. <laughs> Ashy Larry and Chainsaw Man, oh my god. I could see Denji doing that. Denji would totally play dice. He would totally do that and lose everything, but it'd be funny. Okay, Chainsaw Man, I'm going to be positive unlike Sam, okay? I actually enjoy anime when I watch it, okay? You got that, Sam? All right. Chainsaw Man. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say something. <laughs> I'm vamping until I can think of something to say. <laughs> uh, Chainsaw Man. Wellity, wellity, wellity. What a show. <laughs> I'm just wellity, kidding. Um, wellity, <laughs> Mappa. Did you mention Mappa did this one? I did. Okay. They do a lot of stuff. They're working to themselves to the bone. They did a fucking good job like animating it, though, overall. They did, yeah. I would the say. It was really nice. Um. This was like the first arc of the manga, right? Or the first, how many volumes is the manga? It did, it did like half of it, right? Or a third of it? Yeah, like a third-ish, yeah. Not counting the new close. stuff that's coming out? Yeah, not, count, not counting the new stuff, so just the first part, yeah. So, yeah, and um, this was, it, it's, I can see why people might be like, nonplussed that it was different from the manga, but like, I still found it very entertaining, um... Denji, Power, and Aki were, like, the most entertaining characters in the show. Makima, she keeps her feel of, like, this, like, scary lady <laughs> that you see at first. Uh, but also, she's really hot. <laughs> and you think, she's like, okay, she could be the good guy. And then later in the show, you're like, she, I'm glad she's on our side. You know, like, that's what happens. And then, uh, I don't want to spoil what happens. But, yeah, like, it, it does a really great job with... Uh, some of the main characters, like the uh, what's her name? What's that other girl's name? Who? The is it the eye the eye patch girl? Himeno. Yeah, Himeno. Yeah, she. Um, her 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 story was great too. Um, her and Denji's uh, flirting and and the vomit in her in Denji's mouth scene was just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um. The directing in the show is actually really good, I found. Like, it is they did a, good, yeah. a very creative job. It wasn't just like a one-for-one one manga to to the screen um, adaptation because a lot of stuff will a lot of people will do that cuz it's simple, I guess, but it's not that you got to you got to like actually adapt it, you know what I mean? Um Oh yeah, and, and the other girl, what's her name? Uh Kobeni, Chobani. That's we we call her Chobani cuz I don't know why. <laughs> but Kobeni she her her best part her best scenes are coming up in the next arc or two and uh 
you'll you guys will see it. I don't want to like say anything, but the uh, oh Kishibe, Kishibe too. He's he's freaking great. Like when he's when he's training Power and Denji, that was awesome. I should have said that this part. too. Yeah, the the dynamic that it is between Power Denji and Aki and Power and Denji, and then Power and Denji and Kishibe is done so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost cooler in the anime. Like I don't know. Like it's almost like Looney Tunes style, where like they keep trying to kill him, but then he's just like destroying them without any effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and and the devils they fight early on are interesting. Uh, obviously the sword devil or the katana devil, whatever the name is. Mm-hmm. Um, basically it's it's uh, it's chainsaw man, but we have it at home. <laughs> um, that was that was a cool fight with Denji and him, and uh, yeah the. The the EDs in the show put every other anime ED like ending theme song to shame. They they must have spent so much money on those, like just the animation, and they had different songs for every episode. It was crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. This show got a lot of a lot of uh, effort put into it. So and yeah. the OP was actually I should mention the OP was really good. Yeah, the OP was really cool. They did a lot of movie references and pop mm-hmm. culture references. So mm-hmm. you will you'll get that if you've seen if you're cultured and don't own if you only watch anime you probably won't get a lot of references. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing the show has done is encourage people to branch out beso- beyond anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Start okay. with the Big Lebowski. All right. Okay, Danny, number six. Um, my number six is love after world domination. Mm. I had, is this just squeezed on my list? Like very, yeah, yeah. It's like slipped right that, in there, pinching that last loaf, and it's like it has to come out and won't come out, and then you just <laughs> finally, can, yeah. Sorry. Anyways, I love I love this, but yes, yeah, go ahead, Danny. Yeah, this is honestly. Like a lot of of romance shows came out this year, like some really good ones. Um, and this one, this was one of them for sure. This is the di- dynamic of like, um, forbidden love, and you know you have, um, Senta. You know, is it's pretty much like. Red Ranger from the Power Rangers goes out on a date with um, Rita Repulsa. Yeah, Rita Repulsa and stuff. And literally, they're just boyfriend, girlfriend, and they're just literally trying to figure out how to date each other, but without the public finding out that they're dating. Because obviously... Desumi, she is the bad guy, and Fudo is, you know, the Justice Red Ranger of the Gelato Five. So Gelato Five, yeah, <laughs> so funny, dude. That's a great name, right it's there. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> the Gelato. Um, but oh, this is so good, and and like one of um Fudo's like colleagues find out about their relationship and she was all like, Oh, don't worry. I won't say anything. It's fine. Like honestly, yeah. Desimi was one, was the one who like encouraged me to, you know, become like a crime fighter kind of person. So that was like really cool to see and stuff. So yeah. Um, 
I love it. It's so good. Like it's it's definitely it's very different. It's kind of it, it gives me I mean, like they're completely different shows, but it's very it's almost similar to like how my love story is where it's not it's 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 not like that typical trope where you know you're waiting yeah like are they They get together right away yeah so like and you're watching how the relationship progresses yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so they break their at fields i really hope we get more of it because i mean it ended like very subtle and stuff but i would love to see more like i would love to see more of their like shenanigans and stuff like that um so this is another like op that i really 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 enjoyed um so but yeah like it's so good just just watch it it's so good yeah, for a romance, it's like because like the Sentai part's just kind of like the backdrop of it, you know. But like, yeah, it's definitely more of yeah. the secondary kind of thing. Um, it's just like the setting, yeah. Because like, and that's the it's the it's the backdrop for their relationship, obviously. Because like you know they're not supposed to. be. Yeah, it's know. good that there is a backdrop too. Yeah. It's not just the romance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best character is uh, Culverin Bear. Culverin Bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they keep trying to turn the the girl into like a monster. Yeah, yeah. So and like, she's like, nah. <laughs> yeah, there was like a point in time where, um, like the big baddie, uh, Bossler was all like, Destiny, you're gonna get promoted to become a creature," and she's all like, "But I don't want to. Like, no, I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm fine. Like, cause." If you you get, can be the most dangerous monster of all. Yeah, Spoilers, like, it's man. <laughs> and, and like, if you get turned into like the monsters, obviously you can't, you can't change back. So she's like, "No, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine." Like, yeah, yeah. she's like, "No, I'm I've okay. seen Full Metal Alchemist. I know how that goes." Yeah, because <laughs> she's like the head of the Gecko Society, but there's one guy above her, which is the Master Emperor. Yeah, she's Face like Johnson. one of like the leaders of like a division for the Gecko Society. Yeah. Um, mm. So she's called, like, they call her Queen De- Queen of Death or whatever, something like that. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. her her dynamic with her colleagues and stuff is really funny. Um, oh, yeah. Especially the girl in, like, uh, Steel Princess. Where she yeah, yeah, Steel yeah. Princess was like in love with somebody and then Calvin Bear. Yeah, Calvin yeah, Bear. Yeah. And then they started started dating. Um and then there's that dynamic with with Anna, the the girl with the pink hair. Um mm. because she has like a crush on Desumi. So and like she's pretty much a rival for Fudo and stuff, which is really funny because Fudo thought he, Anna liked him, but Anna was all like, no, you asshole. Like, I like Desumi. Desumi is my crush. So get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, it's it's great. I love it. So. All right. Wait, that was your number six? Okay, my number six, Made in Abyss. Made in a piss. Someone Gold, had to say it. The golden city of the scorching sun. Yeah, man. I the mean, golden we were, shower is more like it. The golden, sh- the golden showers of the of the bruised up lollies. 
I mean, that's not that far off from what Bait and Abyss is. <laughs> but no, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, dude, this uh, uh, this is it takes place after the movie, obviously the the um, uh, I forget the, the name movie. Of it. Yeah, they yeah. go, they meet the the the, the mask Bond guy, Bondrude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bondrude, Bondrude, Bondrude. Anyway, Von Drizzle, and they go. They descend to the next level because to get to the next level, you got to go past this this one gate where it's pretty much like where. First of all, that's where Bone Drude's fortress is, his laboratory is, and then secondly, Dawn once, of the Deep Soul. Dawn I just of the had Deep to Soul. Say it. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> It'd be Dawn pretty sad if we couldn't get that. Um, once you go past that point, this is the point they call where it's like, no, like you can't go back. Like that's. This is it. Like, if you go past here, there's no such thing as ascending, really. Um, it's like unless... a zip tie. The the abyss is a zip tie. Yeah, unless you're like a super duper super Saiyan nine thousand, pretty much. Then like, unless you know. you're a defective zip tie that doesn't actually lock. Because I think, um, I think uh, her mom and Ozen came from the bottom once, one time, right? Or is that is like a legend or something? I don't. Ozen did kind of. Well, no, I don't think. Well, she, Ozen didn't go past a certain point. Oh, right? the flowers, the flowers. That's right. Yeah, no, that's right. Ozen, yeah, um, it was the flowers. I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's interesting. So, like, wait a second. If you go far enough down, does it get harder to go higher and higher? Is that the deal? Yeah. So, like, no, like if they gets... made it to the surface, that would be the most painful. I mean, they'd be dead, but you know what I mean. Like, well, as you get deeper, the curse, the curse of the abyss gets worse. Each layer gets worse, right? But so then, the like, farther away from the abyss you get, the worse it gets. The kinda. farther away from the top you get, the worse it gets. Wait, the top? The deeper you go, the worse it gets. No, I know. I'm saying, if let's say you start at the bottom of the abyss. Oh, the higher oh, okay. you climb, is do you, the worse the curse gets. Is that how that works? No, it's the other way okay. around. But no, like, no, I'm saying if you're trying to climb out. Anyway, doesn't matter. You're, <laughs> you're, the deeper you're, you are, like where, where the golden, I know. where the show is mainly the curse, taking place. You try like, to climb out. It is impossible. It's nearly impossible to go back up. Yeah, like I'm just asking: Is it like does it get harder the higher you climb after you've been cursed, and you start climbing? Does it get harder the more you climb? Oh yeah, I think no. I think they did say that. Yeah, because I think because like, she's climbing the stairs at one point. Though that was in the movie, but. Yeah, it's like the curse. Like their body starts yeah. to just like slough off and like disintegrate and shit. The curse fucks with you so much that it gets harder to go back out. That's why. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're right, Nick. Yeah, sorry. I know. Okay, yeah. My name is. What if? What if? Uh, what if? Uh, Reg, Reg, not Regu. What the hell's her name? Uh, Rico. What if Rico's mom Rico is actually Yogmoth? The hell? Or Elish Norn, Grand Cenobite. Think about is this, that. Is dude. this a Magic the Gathering reference? Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> Dude, the Phyrexians, the Phyrexians have a sphere. They have spheres. It's just like the Abyss. They're going to get completed with oil. Come on, dude. Mitty would be a general. Mitty would be a general. <laughs> Mitty would be a praetor. <laughs> dude, um. Mitty, voice of hunger. Voice of hunger. Dude, uh, Sugida did uh, a lot of cuts in this, and it's, I mean, not only is it just a wild show, you know, in general, but like it just looks amazing production wise. Um, but the story gets more and more 
crazy and dark as it goes on, and it's just. It's oh just, yeah, you learn about Nanachi and Prush, not Prushka, the other one, Mania. No, who's the other character? The the animal. Um, oh my god. Oh, I'm clicking on the wrong one. That's why. Yeah the 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 fur face the furry fur face Johnson. Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. furry. I should know this, dude. Fapita. There we go. Fapita. Fapita. Yeah, yeah. This this arc is kind of a lot about Fapita, really. Yeah, and it's about it's about the the, the city they're in, which is the, the scorching sun or the city of the scorching sun. And um, yeah, it's it's just really amazing. And you guys should watch Made in Abyss if you haven't yet. You know, watch this, then watch the Don in the Deep Soul movie, and then this. And we did. Oh a... yeah, the the flashbacks in this season are great. Oh man, they're so good. Yeah, we they, did... you learn about like how the how the explorers became like these weird creatures, like these Cronenberg uh, uh, style creatures. Yeah, Cronenberg style. <laughs> it's like Doctor Seuss Cronenberg. Doctor Seuss Cronenberg. They're fluffy. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually really funny. Doctor Seuss Cronenberg. Uh... Um, but yeah, dude, like it, and it, and it shows a little bit more about Reg's origin, which is really cool. So hell yeah, dude. And this uh, time you didn't have to watch him pissing and shitting himself like in the movie. Yeah, dude. But yeah, sometimes they go too far. <laughs> sometimes they go too far. You should watch me in abyss. All right. Nah, what's your number six, Nick? All right. My number six is mobile suit Gundam, the witch from Mercury. And this was just a, this was just like a really fun show. It hit me at the right time. This was from the fall, right? Yeah, the fall. Studio Sunrise, obviously, Gundam. It's an original. It is not in the Universal Century, so you can just pick it up and watch it. You don't have to watch all of Gundam. Um, mm-hmm. And this Gundam follows Saleta Mercury, and she's at the Acacia uh, School of Technology, uh, at the behest of her mother, and they're at, at, at the school. They they duel their um, mobile suits against each other, and so so Saleta duels against what's his name, Gwell, Jaturk Gwell, and she she beats him in the first episode, and so she's wed to Miorin, who's this other chick, and everyone draws fan art of Saleta and Miorin because they're two girls, and it's it's like a revolutionary girl lieutenant kind of. It has a very similar pl- plot beats up to that point, but then it's, it turns into Gundam. So, um, and then yeah, you get into like this corporation drama in the show, and there's there's multiple corporations vying for power and technology. And it's just really cool to see how it all plays out. It's Gundam. I mean, if you've seen Gundam, you you know what type of things happen. Um, you should watch the prequel uh, episode zero prologue to this before you watch it. You really it's should. It's basically, yeah. it's, just a, it's just a single episode. It's not. It's 24 minutes. So, um, And that shows Saleta as a, as a child. And it's just like, it's really cool just to see how, the, I want to watch it again to like get more of the nuances of, of all the uh, politics and corporation, like corporate shit that's happening. Because I feel like I'd, skimmed some of that and I, I need to know more about it mm-hmm. but yeah it's just it's really cool like and 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 again you have like the hot and cold so Saleta's actually Saleta's not really hot it's almost like the opposite no Saleta no actually Saleta has she has like a stutter she has some sort of condition I don't know if she's autistic or something else like that but she does have like condition like that right she's a little bit like like Boji kind of but she can talk and, and she all just that. is like raised 
in that environment and by her mom that's you know not she's not very sociable i guess i think there's more to it than that and yeah i think she does have some sort of condition that like they don't specifically say but yeah we were discussing it after the show ended in in our discord and there's probably more to it than than we know because obviously like her mom is on some devious shit but like yeah her mom is the char (laughs) yeah yeah she has the char mask i i didn't figure it out until she put on the mask i'm like oh that's char (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, dude she she i guess that's the one thing you need to know like gundam the character with the mask that's the char clone so that's the that's the char clone and they're probably char asnable he's the original if they're not all the way a villain they might be doing some shady shit and who knows so it's like there's so this show it's hard to tell who's good and who's bad like for real only Saleta and Miorian are good, kind of. But even Miorian is kind of questionable. But, like, Saleta is definitely, like, lawful good. She's, like, innocent. So, but also not innocent <laughs> as you watch the show. So, yeah, nobody's a good guy in Gundam, kind of. But, yeah, this is just really entertaining. It's 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 uh, giant robots. If you like Mecha, Gundam, there you go. If you like Utena and Mecha, there you go. Yeah, dude. All right. Now we're between six and five. Let's quickly go over our favorite OPs and EDs. Uh, we'll do NSD order because that's how it's listed in the the sheet. Nick, why don't you start with yours real quick? All right. My favorite OP. Are we doing both or one at a time? Yeah, do your OP and ED, and then we'll go. Both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do both. My favorite OP, I, I had a number of them. Um, I was going to pick Same. the one that Sam picked, but I, I decided to pick this one instead. This is Chicky Chicky Bomb Bomb by Queendom, and this is from the show Ya Boy Kong Ming, mm-hmm. and Danny already mentioned it. Really catchy OP. It has like 10 million views on YouTube. It's it's super popular. I could see people karaokeing it or dancing to it or cosplaying to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Kong Ming and the whole crew just dancing, and it's you got like it's like night lights and and it's it's really hype. That's all I can really say about it. A lot of these, like, uh, uh, Chinese printed backgrounds with characters dancing in front of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the dances are actually pretty easy to do, so even I could almost do it. Yeah, I, I, every time... Who am I kidding? Sh- I couldn't every do time, it. Every time... Every, <laughs> when I was watching the show, dude, and a new episode, I didn't skip the OP, and I would just dance along to it. And Trisha would walk in and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, shut up. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, this is the kind of show, <laughs> like, if you, if you put this on in front of a group, everybody's going to sing along and dance to the OP. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. That's the kind of thing it is. So yeah, I love that. Um, then my favorite ED is from Chainsaw Man, and I honestly all of the EDs in Chainsaw Man are god tier, but I had to pick one, so I'm going to pick Hawatari Nikusenti or 200 million centimeter long blade by yeah. Maximum the Hormone. Yeah. and this was the third ED of the show. It starts off like really like metal sounding like I don't know if Sam could describe it better, but it's like really dark like and then uh, and then it gets into this like angelic song near the midpoint and and the animation just goes nuts like it's insane dude they're just going like full like fucking Evangelion mind break shit for the whole Evangelion mind break <laughs> yeah dude, it's maximum, fucking crazy maximum it has like twenty million on. views on YouTube. You know, they're they're known for, like, their kind of, like, math rock avant-garde metal. So it's, like, it just goes nuts. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... They'll just add... Did, a, they, do, th- did they do Parasite, too, or is that somebody else? No, that was Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, never mind, never mind. Yeah. Okay. But they'll, they'll just throw in a whole other genre in the middle of a song just for fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's really funny. 
So yeah, it, it doesn't work for all songs, but it works really well for like anime endings and stuff. Definitely does. Definitely does. For me, I lo- yeah, I love it, man. I mean, even the thumbnail on YouTube looks like Evangelion. <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> My um, other favorite one is was ending four with uh, power dancing, but that song wasn't as catchy. So, but the but the animation, yeah, was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, Nick was gonna pick this one, and because we both agree this one's great, but uh, Hadaka no Yusha by Vondi, um, which I think I don't remember the the English translation for it, but it's like uh, you know, uh. It's really, Yusha means hero. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I know it's that. Like, it's like loner, lonely hero, or something like that. Yeah, but like it's the second LP of Ranking of Kings. So this season, so this year, um, so good. Just the song is really good, really catchy. I love the song. Uh, again, boarded by Yamashita, and uh, just animated so well. Some of the some, it's just so cinematic. It's like I could just I could just watch it so many times over and over. It's so good. Just the, especially the beginning, the first part of it, it's just like, it's just it shows a wall of a, of what looks to be just like a little in room, and it's a candlelight, right? And then you see Bochi and um, uh, Kage is that his name? The shadow, the little shadow. Yeah, yeah. Pro ZD, that's what I call them. They're they're playing little <laughs> shadow puppets on the wall, right? And then Boji. Oh, he stand- makes the crown out of it. Yeah, oh, Boji stands up, and then Kage makes the crown on Boji's head. It's like, oh, dude. Honestly, this is probably like the best, or in my opinion, the best OP. But Kong Ming is just is more hype and fun, so I, I picked. I I did a curveball. That's true. That's true. Uh, it's my ED. I picked Hana no To by Sayuri for Lycoris Recoil. Number one because the song is really catchy and really cute, and number two, like the the animation of it is really cool. It's like this kind of moving setting, and then the characters walking across it, and then um. Oh yeah, you I like I like the characters walking to the side. Yeah, 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 it was really cool. And then like at first, you, it's like these really bright colors, like these really pastel bright colors. And then you see first you see Takina, uh, kind of just sitting there chilling with the window, and it looks really cute. And I don't know, I just just like it, like it a lot. It's it's upbeat. It sounds like uh, yeah. an OP almost. Yeah. Yep. 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 And Danny. Yes. What's up? It's your turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Danny's like, huh? Danny was dozing off like Takina. Yeah. Um, my favorite OP is Mirai no Hero Ta Tachi by Tachi by uh, Sam. You gotta help me. Takiyaki Show. Thank you. It's but it's um the OP for Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Um, oh. It's so good. I love it. Oh. Um, you and your dang babies, Danny. Dude, she's so cute, man. No, this like, show's so good. No, no this show's good. <laughs> oh man. I'm kinda mad it's it not. It starts off list. with a crotch shot of the dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I noticed. Dude, but yeah, no, sorry. Go ahead, Danny. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, like it, it just like how it how it develops. You know, it, it it's very heartwarming. It's very soothing. It it kind of tells you not, but it it's not like a um show don't tell kind of thing. Um, it it definitely like shows you some sort of like what 
is the show about really but it's it's very fun and heartwarming and bubbly and stuff yeah it's definitely a bit of a more summarizing op but that's okay because it's a slice of lifestyle it's a slice of life yeah Yeah, so you don't need you know it doesn't need to be fancy but for what was done it was really good yeah i really enjoyed it i really liked it a lot um Mm -hmm. and my ed um i could not find the name of it because it's in japanese um oh okay like there was no uh, like english words for it it was all in um i can see if i can find it kanji yeah go ahead or I, i'm not sure what kind of um yeah so but it's the first od from uh, ed from yurisei yatsura and it's by um Mason Dace uh, featured uh, K-A-F and Sumiki. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean. Does this one have the, the star and the heart? Yes, yes. This is okay. this is the heart, like the star making the heart and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I. The show had some bops. Uh, the OP was awesome, like, too. Like, Yurisei Yatsura has some great music in it. Um, like, I think it's one of my favorite, like, favorite favorites. Uh, I, okay. I'm constantly listening to the songs all the time. <laughs> yeah. Even the very, the old Ursa Yatsura also has a classic. Oh, OP. yeah. Yeah. They're good, too. Everybody oh. copies the Ursa Yatsura OP style. Um, oh, you know what, Danny? I, it's on my, it's on this thing. Uh, Tokyo Shandy Rendezvous. Thank you. Okay. I just realized I could read. Oh that. yeah, when they go yeah. the hi because I was I was <laughs> trying to, I was, to that part. I was trying to read it and then I re- I realized it was on our our thing. This might be the later. brightest colors in any ED. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. These are really bright. It's so oh, and the hearts good. just falling down. <laughs> like, so good. I, I love mean, the OP, but this was really good. Yeah. I. Yeah, the shooting stars at the end. Yep. I know, I know. I picked Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting as my favorite op- uh, opening. Um, Dan's gonna audible. Like, Change up, audible. Let's go. Honorable, audible. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. The oh, the first op for your Sayatsura is like. Oh, you don't want you don't want to audible and change it. Change it. Let's go. Change it. Oh, let's go, Danny. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll change yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the first op to your Sayatsura. It's so good. Like, dude, is that the first time Danny's audibled on the podcast? Maybe, Hell probably. Yeah. Dude, We're everyone, changing her. Everyone send her $5 for the first Audible. <laughs> Hashtag Audible on the podcast. Probably, right. maybe. I never do that, but like, yeah. Well, plus, now you're, now they match. It's they match. so good, though. Like, I love <laughs> it, it is really good. I love it when, when like, um, freaking Otaru is like, excited to see like an idol or whatever but then it turns out to be Lum and then she starts dancing and everything he's all upset and he's like, like <laughs> freaking Mendo uh his dad and the and uh Ray and like a whole bunch of other people like Otaro's classmates in the background are just like they have like the little wand thingies and they're just going back and forth and stuff it's just so mm-hmm. it's so good. oh yeah the, i love it the, it's the concert on the roof yeah 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 up on the roof yeah it's so good i love shenanigans. it shenanigans it's just shenanigans yeah like because that's what this show is it's yeah <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah it's hilarious <laughs> i love it i absolutely love it and the second okay. the second songs for the second half of the show is great too. So Yeah. Yeah. Um so there's our OPs and EDs of twenty twenty two reminder. 
There's a lot of other good ones, too, we didn't mention, but yeah. But we did mention them on episode 382, which is our Anime Summit Radio number six. Awkwardly enough, we forgot the Kong Ming song on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know did. how we forgot that. Oh, that this I, is oh, also yeah, me we, making up for that. Oh, we did not put it on there, damn it. Because yeah. for some reason, I think we all thought each other was going to add it or something. I, I don't know th- what happened. I literally thought, like, I was going to put it on my list, but then I was like, no, Nick really liked that song, so... I'm going to Yeah, let... next time just just list everything <laughs> and we can just fucking throw it all in there. Fuck it. I don't want to miss a great song again. Yeah, so Ever the, again. you can go listen to our anime summit radio number 6 best OPs and EDs of 2022 if you'd like. Okay, here's our top 5. Beep up the Do it for like another full minute. <laughs> okay, no seriously. All right. All right, Danny, number five. Let's go. So my number five is... <laughs> God. Sorry, God. Mm. All right, I'm done, for real. I'm done, for real. I'm done, for real. I'm done, for real. Okay. <laughs> Get it out of your system, quick. <laughs> okay, no, it's, it's, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> my number five is Sasaki and Miyano. Um, I wish I finished this one. This, this is a Danny show right here. This is a Danny and a Zayla show. Yeah, Zayla liked this one a lot. Zayla too, yeah. really. Oh liked yeah, this one. he did like this one. Yeah. Um, this was the gay boys, right? Yes, these are the little gay boys. Um, but like, it's 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 just it's Studio Dean, surprisingly. Um, and the animation for this is really really good. So, but it's just about uh, Miano. He spends his day reading like boys love uh, manga, and he worries about like the soft features of his face, about his face and stuff. So yeah, um, his world of fiction becomes like a reality when a, a chance encounters with his high school senior Sasaki um, and stuff. So there's like. There was like a fight that Sasaki was trying to break up and everything, and then all of a sudden they kind of just start to um, hang out. Like Sasaki is super engaging in what Miyano does, and he wants to know, you know, what he does on his spare time. Um, Miyano even recommends some boys love manga to Sasaki, and Sasaki isn't really much of a manga reader, but he he reads the manga and he actually really likes them and stuff. So, and it does turn into, um, affection. Like Sasaki really likes Miyano and Miyano is kind of like confused. Like he's not sure if it's like real feelings or it's just Sasaki being nice because he's kind of like a popular, um, student at the school and everything like that so it's a super adorable story i love it so much um the movie actually came out um last friday so i kind of have to wait until i'm able to watch that so but yeah it's similar the top to top recommendation is horamia and then Given. Yeah, it's similar to Given, um, except there's no music involved or anything like that. So 
It's really good. It looks like a shoujo. It's got like the sparkles. I mean, it kind of, you know, is it is it's a, a boys love shoujo. It is a boys love shoujo. Yeah. Based on You're a right. manga, right? It's a ba- web manga. The only boys love I watch is with yeah, skateboards. That is still releasing right now. I actually have four volumes of it already. So. Oh, it's serializing in Pixiv on Gene Pixiv. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I should make a Pixiv account. Yeah, you, yeah, Pixiv seems fun. I always I, hear I got a lot stuff of t- on that. I got a lot of titties I want to share, if you know what I mean. What about, uh, what is it? Not DeviantArt. Uh, what's station? the other one that starts with P? I don't know what that one is. You're thinking of something Pinterest. Else. There we go. Nobody uploads it. All right. <laughs> is that one dead now? Is that an old one? Nah, but that's, that's just where people go to get recipes for their crockpot chicken that they throw cream cheese in. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you people something really quick before I go to my number five. Not every crockpot recipe needs cream chicken, okay? Stop fucking doing that. Not everything needs ranch powder and cream cheese, you fucking weirdo. God, so nasty. Anyways. It's the only spice we can handle. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yes, I got to I gotta watch that because Danny has told me to watch it. So yes, you need watch. to watch it some. You would love it. Not me, though. Skate was enough for me. Skate was gay enough for Nick. Skate was um, great. Skate's great. Uh, season two is coming soon. That's, that's, that's what's up. Um, my number five, dude, was Like a Rico. The chorus recoil. Oh, for it. a second, uh, I was all like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like a Rico? Yeah. <laughs> like a chorus recoil? Yeah, dude, I love like it. Like a Rico, so 911. I mean, Nick, Nick said it all for me, pretty much. I loved it. I. Um, team Chisato. Okay, team. Okay, your team Chisato. What about Danny? I didn't watch it. Danny, uh, Danny, your team terrorist. All right. <laughs> yeah, Danny. Just is to Majima. be fun, I'll be team Takina. Danny is, team Danny is Majima or Majima. Majima. Yeah, you're yeah. Majima, Danny. Sorry. <laughs> you're like a discount double check Spike. Spike he does look like Spike a little bit, but he's he, I like his design too. Like his Yeah, yeah. He looked pretty he looks like an evil Spike, like player two evil Spike. Kind of. And then he wears a Hawaiian shirt. That's what I'm saying though. Like the designs of the show were really cool. I really like their uniforms a lot. Who like, who did the character? we gotta shout them out. Who did the character design for this shit? I think God I thought, damn, dude. Did we I, I, did, if we didn't say it on our character design episode, I'm gonna be really pissed. But yeah, I'll find it really quick. Um but yeah, this oh, show. Oh, here we go. Muru Imigi. Muru Imigi. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also so. Yumiko Yamamoto. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> this might be incorrect. Original creator is Asora. I that's it. They don't have any more info. Oh, so they probably did like the original. It was a it was a team effort, guys. I don't know who did it. <laughs> Imi, Muru Imigi probably did it for just like the show or whatever. But... Well, it, it's it's an original though. It's not it doesn't have a source. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, the original creator probably did the original design, so, right? So, I don't know. But either way, um, I just Googled Imigi Muru's name, and I'm going to start following because there's a lot of hot people that they draw on here. Ooh. Oh, they did. Uh, they also did this art club has a problem. They did those character designs, which that show actually looked pretty good. So, Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I, I like it. I, so much so to the point where I bought... I started collecting a whole other new card game, anime card game, just to buy the Lycoris Recoil set. <laughs> so it's like I need these. Um, me and Mike from Dude, Anime Plummet, too. me and Mike from Anime Plummet are going to learn to play, and we'll we'll do we'll we'll record some videos and play for you guys. I 
didn't ask him about that. I decided to just now plan it on the podcast. Everyone take a shot. Shut up. That being said, yeah, Light Horse Recoil, man, you should watch it. It's really cool. So, uh, very, very cool. Nick, what is your number five? My number five, five. is do it yourself or do it yourself. Do it to your city. This show was fucking adorable. Um, it was kind of like uh, keep your something off Azekin. Oh, my God. I can't even. <laughs> keep your hands off Azekin. Yeah, keep your hands off Azekin. I am just out of it right now. Um, this show, it, it's a club show. You have a bunch of girls at, a, they're like at a tech school pretty much. And, and, and they're in, they're kind of in the future, I think, like in the not too distant future. And it's a similar feel to Yuru Camp a little bit, except they're not camping, but it's a club show. So there you go. Um, and, uh, maybe, yeah, I would say keep your hands up. Azakin is probably a closer comp because it looks a little bit similar and you have, like, really nerdy characters, like, nerding out over stuff, which I guess every club show does that. But um, so you have a bunch of characters. You have you have the char- the main character, Yua Serufu. <laughs> she, she, uh, she's a klutz, but also very smart. And she's constantly covered in Band-Aids because she keeps hurting herself. And in, in our Discord, <laughs> people were – I think Sen was like – I got I got that Serifu drip. It's just a band aid. It's just a band aid. Yeah, it was it was a tweet. It was someone's tweet. Yeah. Oh yeah, they posted a tweet. Yeah. Mm. And the best character in the show is Juliet Queen Elizabeth the Eighth, and she is an exchange student. I don't remember what country she. I think probably England. And uh, yeah, Elizabeth. Duh. So she's like this. She's a younger character. She's like twelve, and the other characters are like sixteen ish. And yeah, she's all they do is, smart. yeah, they do like, they do crafts basically. They they build things, and they're they're ultimately building a treehouse, and that's that's what the show is. And then it's it's the intricacies of like you know what they're doing and the character interactions, and like okay, we got to get this done. We're doing this project, you know, we're learning about uh, what we want to do, and and it's just really really funny. I love Juliet. She is she just sparks up every scene, and it's fucking hilarious because she's like really demanding, but like also really smart. And she's really rich too. <laughs> Her and and one of the other girls are are both rich, so it's funny. Um, yeah, yeah. You have Miku. Yeah, she's Miku is the one who hosts uh, Juliet in in their in their uh, home. And oh shoot, I don't remember all the. They all have nicknames basically. I don't remember what their nicknames were, but they were funny. So oh, oh uh, Juliet, jo- Jobco. Juliet is Jobco. Jobco. There we go. Yeah. That's 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 one. Miku but, is um, pudding. Is it pudding? Pudding. Yeah. <laughs> pudding. <laughs> I think we all do. We all have this one on there. Spoilers. All right. You guys can talk about more about it too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. love the show. I probably should have put it higher, but yeah, there we go. Do it yourself. Okay, is, yeah, I mean, do it yourself for me is number four so oh nice nice one <laughs> it's nice just one. such a good feel good anime yeah it's yeah, cute yeah, yeah. it was it like i love the animation for this and stuff it's very subtle and soft uh easy on the eyes pine jam studio pine yeah, jam studio did this. pine jam uh based on a manga that's releasing still so jam pining it's just a cute kind of you know cute girls doing cute things so, um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I really, I mean, at the end, I was happy that Miku, or Pudding, she finally kind of um, joined the joined the club and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. So, because she kept... Well, the club is like one school, and then Juliet and Miku join it, even though they're not from the school. No, Juliet, no, Juliet goes to the was, school. Yeah, Juliet... Because she couldn't to, get into the other one. Correct, yeah, because oh, no. she was bad at, with her Japanese. Yeah, she screwed up her application, so she accidentally joined the so, school. Yeah, that's um, it, yeah. It was Kokoro and Miku who are from the other Oh, yeah, the Kokoro, other Kokoro, yeah. The cat girl. Um, she is actually my favorite character. In- She's my least favorite. All right. So... But yeah, yeah it's super Sam, cute. please tell I me yours it. is the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I like I like it's uh oh I'll wait I'll wait for for when Sam talks about it. Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler Do you have any anything else, Danny? No. Sorry, I I butted in. No, you're good. I think we pretty much said it at all. Yeah. Until yeah. Makes my, until Sam. Makes my job easier. No, it makes my job easier. Shit. You know, I mean, we we let makes your job code. This easier. year was this year was kind of tough. Like I said, this year was kind of tough. We all had different shit in our lists, but there was a lot of stuff that like we left out that we all loved too. So, um, number four, going to the stout, going out the dough, having sex on the flow, getting sand in your crack. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> There's sand on the floor. Uh, <laughs> Dude, my number four is Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Um Woo! Bruh. Yeah, so Studio Trigger, produced by CD Project Red, obviously based on the the franchise Cyberpunk. Um this takes place the anime takes place one year before the game Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um this series acts as a prequel to the game. 2077 and uh you know in this metropolis night city crime is rampant people are selling cyborg parts and super late stage capitalism super 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 crazy late stage capitalism it's like the usa pretty much but in the future (laughs) yeah yeah um they describe it as a futuristic californian metropolis um, oh yeah, it literally is USA literally, in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then people, you know, these people called edge runners. You call them edge runners. They, they cyber them. They cyber themselves up. They add cybernetic parts to their bodies in order to, you know, have more power. You have more power. You can do more things, and that includes crimin and uh, big corporation is you know at the center of this kind of you know shit that makes things fucked up. And so this is how they get by. That's how Edge Runners get by, man. And so the main guy, David Martinez, is kind of doesn't want to go to school. He's not really big on school. It's kind of stupid. Um, his mom dies. You know, they get in a car accident. His mom dies. Yeah, um, it's like episode one. It's episode one. Yeah. So it's like that's what set. This is what sets off the you know the events of things. And because of her medical, her level of medical insurance, they don't they don't help her, and she dies. And uh, David Martinez. Just like the USA. Just like the USA. <laughs> I think they'll technically help you, but you're fucked after. Actually, but you're fucked afterwards, yeah. yeah. Um, they'll they, stabilize you. 
<laughs> yeah, like you're alive, but it doesn't matter. Uh, but like, um, in his mom's possession, in his mom's things, he finds this thing called the Sandivestin cyberware, and it's like the spinal cord that gives you the ability to like. It goes move. to eleven. Yeah, you basically you're super, super, super fast, like the Flash. Um, and so he he gets it installed in his spine, and he starts doing stuff. He meets up with these group of edge runners, and he starts working with them. And shit ensues, and everything goes to hell, and it's fucking wild. Um, there's kind of two sections of the show. Like, the first six episodes take place, like, uh, you know, in one, 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 at one time. Oh, yeah, there's, there's a mini a, time jump. There's, like, a mini, mini miniature time jump. Um, but, yeah, dude. I mean, Trigger just triggering. It's just... It's so good. Like, not only is the story progressively just gets progressively crazier and crazier keeps you on the edge of your butt like your butt clenching a little bit it also is just beautifully done you know you can tell um you know which people directed which episodes and it's just amazing man and one of my favorite artists ever yoni yamamai uh directed an episode on it um for for context she's the character designer of kisniver um, and she did some key animation in Shinsekayori and Kill a Kill. And, uh, she also did some key animation for, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which is the ED. She did the storyboarding and key animation, uh, for the ED. And then you have fucking Sushio who boarded and he's an animation director and Yo Yoshinari. You can tell like, Oh, Yo Yoshinari. Dude, you can tell when Yoshinari like, like fucking like you know did some shit you know what i mean you can just fucking tell if you know if you love trigger and you know these people at trigger you can tell like which episodes they boarded and directed it's fucking amazing episode nine was really good also the opening song friends of further than yeah <laughs> yeah friend <laughs> well, I, I love i love friends this is what well, this is the show where the the insert song is the best song dude yeah, that was, your house. that was on our radio hour, too, that we put at the end. Yeah, and that's technically not an OP or ED, so we, we no. didn't have it. Yeah, I really want to say... That's the best song. I really want to say Your House by Rosa Walton. Um, and Rosa Walton is actually in a band called Let's Eat Grandma. So if you've ever heard of Let's Eat Grandma, that's like her voice uh, or one of the voices on Let's Eat Grandma. Their music is sick. I love Let's Eat Grandma. They're really cool. I did not realize it was the same person until I had to like look it up. But yeah. Cyberpunk Edge Runners, really fucking awesome. Okay. Number four for Nick. Mine is Spy Family or Spy X Family. This is I probably put it a little too high to be honest, but I, I don't know. I I feel like Spy Family is so easy to recommend to everybody that I want to put it high up because I mean it's a good show. Like It's good. Yeah, it's 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 good at like pretty much everything. And sometimes it's great, like when Anya is in, on the screen, it's fucking hilarious. Every time she does a reaction face or does something like silly, it, it's just hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys already described it. It's and we've said this a million times. You got you got a you got a psychic, you got a spy, and you got an assassin. Uh, one thing I'll say is like I wish they would go more into what Yor does for they her job. Are she, going she's to do kind it. of they side are going to do it. Just wait. Okay, so they're. 
in the in the future they will do yes. it but yeah yes. they kind they kind of sideline her job a little bit which i i wanted to know more about but yeah like it's it's mostly anya's time at school and uh, how she's like making friends and enemies and and uh trying to figure out what to do even though she's she's like she can read minds but she's really dumb so it's that that interplay is really funny um yeah and then you have the dog you have bond you have then you have lloyd and on his friends, uh, Damien, I think. And, uh, just like, I think every episode is pretty good in this show. The, the character, um, dynamics between the family are really wholesome too. Cause they all like are desperate to keep each other. <laughs> so yeah, it works out. Like it, it's kind of like a, not really found family. Cause they're technically, they're pretending to be a family, but, but then they turn into a family anyway. So, yeah, I, I like that. I like I like everything about the it. The dynamic, um, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I, I would say, like, the, the only reason this one isn't higher is that, like, the main story isn't as – it doesn't go as, as, as quickly as it could, maybe. There might be a couple too many filler. Even though the filler episodes are funny, I like the filler. Maybe, like, this show would be higher. Like, let's say they had more seasons out of this show out if it was, like, fully completed – then I would put it, I would put it higher probably, but yeah, it's it's like not quite done yet. They're still going, so yeah. Right, Spy right, family, right. really funny, really cool. You'll you like go. it. I like you, and I want you. Oh um, yeah, the elegance the elegance teacher. He's yeah. one of my favorites too. My favorite side character of the year. Sudi, lo- Sudi loves that guy. Elegant. Elegant. <laughs> Elegant. <laughs> they brought an extra change of clothes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, we're on top three now. Holy shit, let's go, dude. Number three, Danny. My number three is Shadow's House Season 2. Wow. This was a curveball. I did not expect this at three. Yeah. Um, Actually, Danny's whole list is a curveball. What do you mean? No, it's not. What no, it's mean? not. This is... Nah, she's got a lot of good it stuff. It's shows that, I, that are good, but not the shows that I would pick. But that's good. That's though. why we're that a means, podcast. Because, that yeah. means there's quality because in other sectors. M- these are my picks, not your yes. picks. Everyone How dare you, Nick? <laughs> I don't even know Nick. where I'm going with this. <laughs> How dare you have an opinion, Danny? <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shadow's House season two. Out. Yeah, like honestly, I think. I mean, season one definitely sets you up, uh, and like you have a lot of questions on what goes on in the show. So, because you have like um these characters who they're on hold on, let me just quickly I don't even have the thing up right now. I'm just like talking out of my ass. Um uh, you have uh, Amelico and Kate. Kate is a shadow, and Amelico is a quote unquote doll. And y- you know they the dolls are pretty much the faces of the shadow people in this huge mansion and stuff. So, and the mystery is is to try and figure out who the shadows are. Um, at the end of season. Um, one, you find out something really, really big, um, about the dolls and stuff like that. 
So the big mystery and the main kind of like the main focus of season two is um, just investigating like the chil- the children's wing because like there is an incident that happened. There's this mysterious uh, robe person that can um, uh, control like the little soot monsters that kind of um, put like this sickness on the quote unquote dolls. Um, it's like a soot sickness. Um, so yeah, like it, it's, and it go, really goes into um, some of like the side characters, like with uh, Barbara and uh, Mary Rose and stuff like that. So and there's a lot of like flashbacks um, to like the older star bearers because uh, there are like ranks in the man at the house and stuff. So if you're a star bearer, you kind of have like more privileges around the mansion and stuff. So and Barbara is a star bearer and stuff. So she's kind of is this uh complete now or do they have more to do oh there's definitely a lot more uh that is coming for sure um you do find out at the end something really big um i'm not gonna really spoil it because it's it's like a major spoiler so which is why i kind of like i didn't say anything uh, too much about what happens at the end of season one as well because you kind of have to watch it to really like find out it's definitely like that mystery kind of like you need to find like conspiracy need to watch it as it goes on yeah and stuff so it's like a it's like a page turner yeah honestly it's like it's probably one of the best butt clenchers as i call it um, oh, you you nom this for the other awards, right? I believe so. Yeah, either that or best sequel. I'm not sure. I don't know which one I nominated this show for, but it's really good. Like, why not both? I'm really enjoying this one. I mean, they Annie lists uh, the, for the recommendation shows. Um, they do have Promise Neverland un- underneath as a recommendation, but honestly, I think this is so much better than. Promise never. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. You got small, you have children. Yeah, you, mystery. yeah. The the main cast are are children and stuff. So there is that big dynamic, and they're trying to figure out like this big mystery behind, like you know, why are these mm-hmm. these kids here, kind of thing. So um, yeah, yeah, it's good. I love it. I I am really enjoying this show. The manga is still going. Um, Ooh, apparently Summertime Render has some similar themes, too. Yeah, Summertime Render's got some big mystery. It's like yeah. shadow people try yeah. to imitate the original human in order to surpass them. Doppelganger shit. And, like, just take over, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. I, yeah. I am... If you like this, you'll yeah, like Rick and Morty I'm definitely Morty a big people. fan of, like, mysteries um, and suspenseful stuff. So this was definitely sure. really up my alley kind of thing. So... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you would like uh, the perfect insider. Have you seen that one? I don't think so. This is from 2015. Is that a movie? No, this is an anime. 
Oh. It's just okay. 11 episodes. They're like on an island. It's, it's a mystery. Mm. 2015 is when I wasn't paying attention to anime like I should have been. So. <laughs> <laughs> I remember memeing about this one. I was like, the baby did it. <laughs> I kept saying that. <laughs> Danny, oh, actually, dude. yeah, th- this is my recommendation. Danny should watch The Perfect Insider. There you go. It nice. is on my okay. plan, so. It's on Danny's PT it's Dubs. On my All right. PT Dubs. All right, number number three for me is uh, do it yourself, you fucking bitch. No, (laughs) why though? Like, other than the reasons Nick and Danny already said, because I mean, like the character dynamics, great. The group, like, if you just want to watch friends, just homieing it up, being best homies, doing things they all enjoy together, including a beach episode, which isn't, which is a nice beach episode, by the way. It's not like you know, ooh, titties, which. You know, I'm not complaining, but still, you know, like, it's like, I don't know. Aside from all that stuff, okay, not only that, this goes to show you that you can still have really good art and animation and design with little to no, like, detail shading of characters and things like that. At most, sometimes, you'll see shadows from, like, their hair or a skirt they're wearing, or whatever and you'll see you know the shine in their hair you know the little the the shine stripe that goes across the shine dots that go across the top of the head and things like that but like other than that and obviously like when the sun's setting you know there's more shadows involved but like other than that like it's animated so well with not too many color palettes it's just but it's still like it still looks really great and like not only that i love the design choice of like all the girls having uh, a different primary color under their hair, kind of like in a peekaboo oh, yeah. way. What do you call that again? What's the a name peek-a-boo. for that? Peekaboo. Peekaboo. I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, like Juliet has blonde hair, but she's got like a a peekaboo of like purple underneath. And uh, um, the girl with the glasses, I forgot. She's one of my favorite characters too. Um, uh, Takumi Hikage. She has like brown hair, but she's got like this deep green with green eyes, you know, and it's just like, it just looks great. So, I mean, on top of watching something super cute and super wholesome and, you know, with those like really feelsy moments in it, um, there's a couple of really cool feelsy moments in it, which is nice because they don't inject too many of them. There's just yeah, enough to yeah. be like, cause you know, you can over a little it bit with. of bittersweet cause they, they have a limited time cause Jobco has to leave after the, after the uh, semester, I think. Yeah. Yep. There are these, like, mid-level feelsy moments where it's kind of like, oh, man, that's really cool. And then there's these ones that are like, oh! And they don't inject too many of each of those in there. It's just enough where you kind of, yeah. okay, this was enough, show, don't, they showed and don't tell. You know what I mean? So I, it's really good. I like do it yourself. That's my number three. Number three, Nick. Yeah, they, 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 they do a good job showing them working as a team. You know, yes. That's, it's a teamwork show. Yes. And a you know, using the time they have as good as they can, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And also, so Kai doesn't get mad. Glamour and grace. (laughs) That's the meme that I always say that Kai said. Knox personality on the podcast now is just don't make Kai mad. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. He knows where we podcast. (laughs) He knows where we podcast. (laughs) All right. We're on number three, right? Yeah, number three. Okay, Cyberpunk Edge Runners is my Ooh. number three, 
which I thought about making this number one or number two. This is really good. I mean, this stacked year. So, um, yeah, everything that Sam said, obviously, it's it's a sci-fi uh, setting in the future. It's great. You got the characters. Uh, the, Trigger inserted their own character, uh, Rebecca. She was not originally in an, in the game, but they, they, they added her in. Um, what I like about this show is its brutality. It's like really violent and it has like, it has, there's sexual elements too and nudity and stuff, but it, it's really violent. Um, there's, there's a great, uh, podcast review of it by Warui Desho. They, I listened to them earlier. Oh shit. I give it a listen. Um, they do, they do very long episodes. They did like three hours on this, but yeah. So they, uh, they, they kind of mentioned some of that and, um, it's, it's interesting to see like what the world turns into if it's like ultra capitalist like like this world is, you know, where like the second David's mom dies, they get fucking kicked out. They don't even get a chance to like pay their bills or anything. It's no, just like yeah. crazy. Uh, and then like he has to resort to crime, and um, it's just so brutal. Like there's just like corporations like rule everything. They're cor- they're basically gods, you know, which. They kind of are already, but not not quite yet. So it's 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 really cool to see that. Um, and then it's cool to see like David's fall from humanity, sort of. But it's oh, not yeah. really. Yeah. He doesn't fully do it. And, and apparently, I don't know if this is canon or not. But apparently, the reason he can he can use his suit so much is that he has more of a more empathy than a lot of the other cyber psychos. You know, because if you go psycho, then you have no empathy, right? So. He he can he can you know utilize more of that. Oh yeah, um, he can withstand the yeah 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 and and more. it's it's really like gut wrenching, especially in some of the midpoint episodes, like what happens to some of the characters and like what goes on, and it's just like it's really brutal and and uh, it it's you almost think that it's going to be like a hopeless show, but it's not. It's like it is, but it isn't in in a, in a lot of ways. Um, so some people might take something from the ending that they shouldn't, but it's I don't want to spoil it, but the ending is 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 great. Uh and then they of course they play that song, the I want to stay at your house, uh which is like the probably the best song of the year maybe. It was really show. good, man. It it broke like if like I follow Let's Eat Grandma lots on of fa- views. Yeah. I follow Let's Eat Grandma on Facebook and they were like <laughs> when they were doing the Spotify wrap up thing, you know? They were like, dude, the song blew the fuck up. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, like a TikTok meme. You got like characters like walking forward, like like the Patrick Bateman with the with the song playing. He's like walking. It's yeah, like a yeah. meme now. <laughs> like um, they were they were proud of it, and I'm. It's cool that they got to do it. You know what I mean? So it's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's great. Uh, yeah, I, I love I love. I was gonna say I love Lucy, but that's a different show. Uh, I love the character. Named you do Lucy. love Lucy, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, you do. Love <laughs> My Lucy. favorite part was when David was stomping on grapes. <laughs> he, he had to. It's crazy. They had to eat the chocolates before they left the conveyor belt. <laughs> Everybody, go watch I Love Lucy. All right. Um, <laughs> you can on Pluto TV, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Yeah. See, I mean, yeah, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. A lot of great God. themes. Studio Trigger. It's one of Studio Trigger's better shows, I think. I don't know if it's I probably wouldn't put it as their best one, but it's it's up there. It's it's up there. So yeah. Nick, 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 Nick. What was your favorite episode? 
I don't know the number, but one of the ones in the middle, uh, you know the one. <laughs> I don't want to say the number because that's a spoiler. So I think it is kind of a spoiler if you say the number of like the big oh, one of the big sure. things that happens. You you know what it is. It's I the know obvious what you're talking episode. about. I know what you're it's talking It's like about. somewhere near the middle part. I don't know what number, but yeah. I know the number, but I won't say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then yeah. people will expect it. Probably yeah. that one, yeah. And yeah. I, the finale was good too. The only the only minor complaint and part of the reason why it's not my number one is that like the main villain – um, Adam Smasher, he wasn't even really the main villain. He was just like the end villain, I guess. He was like the end yeah. of the line, basically. Um, and he, like Adam Smasher, he's in the game. He's big in the game. Everybody knows him. But like, yeah, in the anime, it wasn't really ex- it wasn't really shown that he was in it, except when he shows up at the end. So it's more of it. Almost feels like fan service that they threw him in there. To me. Um, and I just wish that, like, I wish it could have still had the same ending, but with, like, a different villain, like, a more of, like, a build-up villain, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like they didn't build him up enough. So I, I feel like the best shows have the best villains, you know? But, yeah, that's just sure, my yeah. very minor complaint. Other than that, really great show. Everybody should watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. The, man, I'm watching a clip on Saka Gabora right now, and the backgrounds are so fucking cool, too. Jesus. The backgrounds on Do It Yourself, by the way, I love. I should have mentioned that because they're watercolor paintings. But great background year, great, great back- year for backgrounds. Dude, actually, yeah, no, actually, I feel like <laughs> me and is. Nick. I feel like me and Nick and Danny a, a, a definitely a number of times were like, man, the backgrounds of this are really cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, anyway, they got the whole bakery back there. All right, uh, thicker than a bowl of oatmeal background. <laughs> thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Uh, number two, Danny, what do you got? My number two is my dress up, darling. Yeah, I... No, Danny, she's my dress-up darling. No. You don't even have my (laughs) dress-up darling on your top ten, so get out of here. That's right, because she's mine, not yours. (laughs) Get out of here. It would be nepotism if I put her on there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Danny, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, are you guys going to buy the Nendo? Dude, I might. I I honestly might. Like I, I honestly, there's so many Nendos. I want, <laughs> I want Marin. The I want the Nendo of Marin in her cosplay. That oh, like the dress. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She, yeah. Oh yeah. Her cosplay is a hentai character. It's like a, it's like an adult yeah, game. Yeah. It's like an adult visual novel game. The yeah. Otome game. Yeah, that's yeah. that's her best character model or uh, cosplay, characteristic. Yeah. Is that she? She's just such a dirty mind, but she doesn't think it's dirty. <laughs> no, she just thinks she's a fan of, you know, like we all are, you know, on Discord. So, like, you know, so one like... thing... But anyway, Danny. The one thing that um, Sam didn't mention, when when Gojo uh, agreed to make Marin's cosplay, um, Marin gave Gojo the visual novel because he wanted to, like... He wanted more detail, uh, for oh, characters. Yeah, that's right. So like he Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> she gives him the games and now mind you, Gojo lives with his grandfather and his grandfather is like this well-known like best of the best Hina doll maker. Like Gojo really looks up to his grandfather. Mm-hmm. And his grandfather you know, is very concerned for Gojo because Gojo keeps to himself and everything. Like, doesn't have a lot of friends and stuff. So when Gojo, when when his grandfather found out, I think that Gojo did have a friend or whatever, or I I don't, I don't remember the context of it, 
but he like peeked in, he peeked into <laughs> Gojo's room and he's playing the game but not only is he playing the game he is writing notes <laughs> <laughs> it's like in a dirty God damn, part. That like, yeah, stinky. and it's like at like a very, very dirty part, and like <laughs> Koja's grandfather's all like, uh well, I mean, he is at that age to explore. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I shouldn't worry too much, maybe question mark. <laughs> well, he's at that age. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, and then like you know when they're when the two of them are buying the materials and stuff, and like they go and Marin treats Goja to like food and stuff, and they're walking past like people that were online, and they're talking about a dirty scene in the game, and like the 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 people who are online are all like, are these what kids these days are talking about, like? There's no filter at all between the two of them. Like they think it's normal <laughs> and everything like that, and that's why I love it. Um, literally, just the dynamic between the two of them is, I think they're honest. I mean, they're not a couple just yet, but yeah, at the end they are. They just don't know they, it. Well, Gojo doesn't know it. Marin obviously likes Gojo. Um, Especially the the big finale of this season um, at the end and everything was just so stinking cute. So, yeah, I honestly, this might be one of like the top romance shows that I really, 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 really like. So sure. And I'm excited to see more. Um, if not, then I'm going to I'm definitely going to be reading it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope, yeah, I hope there's more, too, for sure. Yeah. Foe. I've read the doujins. I don't need to see more. I read the doujins. Here we go. When me and Danny are like, dude, you never even seen it. He's like, I read the doujins. (laughs) That's all I need. The sacred texts. The sacred texts. My number two is Bochi the Rock. Woo! I mean, aside from what Danny has already said about it, I mean, this is another show where I kind of felt like, like the the you know the dynamic between the characters like is exactly like do it yourself like do it yourself and Bochi the Rock were the same season and I was just going back and forth with both of them just feeling really good watching both of them and it's just really cool man you know slice of life Bochi joins this band she's this undercover like she's on she's a YouTube guitar she's famous on YouTube for being a guitar guitarist and she doesn't reveal her identity and she joins this band and her anxiety is really bad and um. She's coming out of her shell a little more as time goes on. And, yeah, dude, I mean, not only that, there was a lot of stuff in it that I related to it more so. Like, because, like, I've, you know, I've been in bands before. I've said that a million, millions of times, okay? But, like, I feel like other shows I've watched about bands, I related to this. This and Given, I relate to the most. Um, when I've seen other shows about bands and stuff like that, I feel like I didn't relate to them as much. What which about Beck? Which I was oh yeah, Beck I did a little bit. Except Beck actually like went the distance where I just played like two shows, and one of them that's more like, than I did. More than I did. <laughs> Coming than you are. Uh, yeah, like oh no, I mean I was in a high school band. That's not the same. So 
Oh yeah, Nick was yeah, Nick, you played a I was the Squidward of our band. Yeah, you were the Squidward. Yeah. I um but yeah, I was in a I was in a rock band. I played bass and vocals. And it was like I there was just a bunch of stuff like, oh, you know, we gotta get jobs. Oh, we gotta practice. Oh well I gotta work. Uh wait, so when you have a guitar, do you strum with your right hand? I I don't even think about this. No wait. Most you, you most, have the pick with your right hand, and then you put the strings. You pluck the strings with your left hand. Most people no. So the average, the average, you know, guitar player or whatever, will hold the neck with their left, and then pluck with the right. But they that's do, what I said. Yeah, that's what I yeah, said. Yeah, but they do build left-handed guitars and basses okay. for left-handed people. Who do I would it have the to do. Way. I would have to do it the the regular way because my right hand is is stupid fingers. I have stupid fingers, like in Futurama. Which is weird because, like, there are left-handed people who play the right-handed way, the regular way, or average way. I wouldn't, I don't want to say regular way, but, like, you know, the average way. The is normal way. The non-freakish yeah. way. <laughs> I'm actually a little jealous of left-handed people because, like, I feel like all left-handed people are ambidextrous. Or, like, a little bit ambidextrous. So you know what I mean? I'm left-handed. They're better than us. I'm left- You're better than us, Danny. <laughs> I'm left-handed, and I can't use left-handed scissors. I... I- I feel weird, so I have to use right hand. Okay, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, there's I know a few left-handed people who they play drums the average way and play guitar the average way. So you know what yeah, I mean? So it's like, like they're, yeah, like they're. I mean, it's that's honestly the disadvantage because majority of society is right-handed, so they are always going to be majority of right-handed items um yeah and not a lot of left-handed stuff like it's the same thing with a desk like there are left-handed desks and anytime i saw one in school and i wanted to sit there and there was a person who was right-handed and they refused to get up i'm all like you're not left-handed why are you sitting there god damn it let me sit there please like oh yeah 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 (laughs) That's, That's the handicap spot. That's for me, not for you. <laughs> that hole is made for me. <laughs> <laughs> this, this hole is mine. It's made for me. Yeah. That dangle hole is made for dangle me. I don't know why we, we got into that subject. But anyways, yeah, Bochy the Rock, I love it. It's animated very beautifully. I love the story. I love the characters in it. The character designs in it are great. I just, it's just, I don't know, man. This is like a slice the of The memes life. are great, really well. just with Bochy's hair and the little beads. And the memes are funny, and they just released pictures. Good Smile just released a bunch of stuff at a show recently, and the Bochi Nendo looks hilarious because you can put her like squiggly scared face on. Oh god, she has multiples too. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, really I gotta good. get that Nendo for sure. That's a Nick Nendo. That's a Nick 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 Nendo. Knock Knockdo. It's a Knockdo. Knock. Do you think not going to work here anymore? Anyway, do you think Nick would like Natto? Actually, he probably would. He would. Is it spicy? No, it's fermented. It's fermented beans. That means it's spicy. It might be spicy for you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, that Nick. reminds me. I have pickles in the fridge. I got to eat those. Oh, so shout out. Shout out pickles. Right. Number two, Nick. Number two, we have cocky summer love is war ultra romantic. I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, we <laughs> have the best... High school romance anime ever made, probably. Mm. In my opinion. Fuck y'all haters. Zella is is pumping the air pumping fist, whatever. 
Our listeners are happy. <laughs> Our listeners are happy. Um, so, Kaguya-sama Love is War. This is kind of cheating because it's the third season-ish. But it's... Okay, so... Yeah, there's this, there's the second season, first season. It started in 2019, and then it went to the next year, and then it's, it finished this year. Other, no, no, there's there's a movie that came out, actually, too. So I, I have to watch the movie. Um, oh, sure. The First Kiss That Never Ends. That's the movie name. But, yeah, this... This season was really great. Uh, it brought a an end to uh, the arc of like their, I think it was like their semester in school too, um, where um, Kaguya and Miyuki are are eventually gonna you know part ways because uh, Miyuki's gonna go to another school basically um, or another college, and so like the, the like and, and they don't really tell you that early on, so it's, it's like a little bit of a spoiler, but it's it's not. <laughs> It, that's not the point. The point is like that every character is is really entertaining to watch. Uh, Chica is like the main meme character, and she's actually kind of animated a little bit differently than the other ones. But she's like the pink haired ultra genki girl uh, who's also like super secretly very cutthroat. Um, and she, you know, she kind of brings the group together. Uh, then you have Kaguya. She's the she's the uh, not the president. She, they're all in the student council, right? And then Miyuki's the guy. He, he's he's the president. But yeah, so like, I actually like I like you Ishigami. He might be one of my favorite side characters. Um, I like I like Kaguya's maid. I, I like Miko. She's the new. She's like the new girl in this season, I think. But yeah, like every single episode is just really funny, really entertaining, really well animated too. A One Pictures did a great job here. Overall, it's just it's just like ultra high quality, like all the time. So, mm-hmm. and it's I'm cheating a little bit. That's why I didn't put it number one, but because um, it's it's you do have to watch the previous seasons to watch this one. I feel bad putting sequels in my top ten, but I'm I did a couple anyway. And that's partly why I didn't do Made in Abyss and Mob Psycho because I I didn't want to have way too many sequels. <laughs> sure. So yeah, and I figured yeah you guys would get Made in Abyss for sure. But yeah, <clears throat> Kagusama. I've said it. I've I've said a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I I should have I should have gone back and and found some of my favorite scenes so I could describe a couple of them. Uh, well, I, I guess one of the really funny ones is like early on. There's uh, you is sitting in the in the in the council room and I think it's Miko. She walks or no, they're they're both sitting there and she's listening to something on her uh phone and and but she but he can hear it and she doesn't know that he can hear it yeah (laughs) and so to save her from embarrassment it's like kind of like half um yeah the the, uh and stuff so everyone can is able to hear it and stuff so yeah i remember that yeah the the dongle is like half in or whatever yeah Yeah, and so like he he saves her from embarrassment by embarrassing himself in a funny way and and in the way that scene plays out is hilarious and like there's there's stuff like that in every episode that's that's just great so I think there's. I don't know if it was the rap battle in this oh, season the or the second was season. Funny too. I think it. I think the rap battle was this season. And then, uh, oh yeah, the president is. He's so bad at singing. Like he tortures people with his karaoke and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really funny. Um, and then yeah, he sets up like this elaborate uh, uh, mystery for Kage to solve to meet him on the top of the roof in the finale, yeah. and it's, it's really good. So yeah, really great so finale. Cute. Really great show. Everybody watch it. There you go. Danny likes it. Sam doesn't like it because Sam is a piece of poop. Show suck. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. 
All right, here's our number ones, guys. Ready for this? I'm gonna. All of our number ones are kind of a surprise. Yeah, honestly. If you really think about it, like, would you guess that these would be anybody's number ones? If you really think about like how much. If you, but if you think about us, then you're like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense because Sam is a. Sam is into proxy battles, and Nick likes uh, memes. Memes. <laughs> and Danny likes babies. Babies. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready for this? Okay. Here we go. We just spoiled <clears throat> it. <laughs> oh yeah, do the thing, I can't do it seriously, man. I'm just gonna laugh too much. No, it doesn't get old. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Danny. Go ahead. Number one, here we go. Oh, we finally made it. We made it. Um, I have to pee, but it's fine. I'm holding it. <laughs> my, <laughs> my number one is the Akaza's Guide to Babysitting. Damn. A wild really number like one. one huh? uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I only gave it an 8.8 .8 out of 10, but I think I might bump it up to like. 8.9 at least. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, eight point nine point five. Because I'm actually well, that's mad quite that the bump. I'm actually mad that I squeezed that on my list, but I did love this one. But yeah, go it ahead, Danny. It's just What's... so stinking cute. Um, you know the relationship between um, Kirishima and Yaika is it's so great um, to to see that. Um, because you know Kirishima, he's pretty much like a violent guy. Um, he is well known uh, among the yakuza um, that he's like the demon of um, Sakuragi and stuff. So like, and the head boss of the Sakuragi family was all like, "You need to chill the fuck out." So you're going to be taking care of my only daughter. So. Um, and it, it really chilled Kirishima out and just the dynamic between even um, Sugahara, who is also kind of like another, um, he's similar in a way to Kirishima and like he kind of wishes that uh, Yaika likes uh, him more than Kirishima. So, because he kind of feels left out sometimes, which is really cute. So, but there are some like dark tones that happens in this show, um, and I think that's that definitely kind of sets it apart from maybe shows that are similar to like kind of father figure and uh, a child character and stuff. So. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, compared to, like, Sweetness and Lightning or Barakamon, um, even um, Bunny Drop, uh, it's, I think it definitely sets it apart from those because of, like, the kind of dark undertones that it has. So, and I really, 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 really liked it, and I kind of... I want more, and but I don't know if I'm going to get more, so I might have to read the manga. <laughs> so sure, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I really, really liked the show. It's you know, it's a Jose, and 
it's just it's a slice of life as well and it and it just it's so heartwarming i love it <laughs> i don't have i have it i like how yaika looks like higarashi character <laughs> yeah a little a bit a little bit yeah yeah um yeah it's just so cute i i, I that's all i can say about it really so yeah it's my number one. Okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. I was gonna put it on my list, but no, you weren't. You already got it. No, you did. No, you weren't. You no, fucking bitch. <laughs> it was good. I actually really liked that show. <laughs> yeah, horror. Yeah, dude. Um, I did really like that show too. Yeah, yeah. We did. We did enjoy it. Nick and Nick enjoyed it too. Um. Yeah, dude. Mine is Mobile Suit Gundam: The Witch from Mercury. Uh, so obvious if you think about it. <laughs> dude, listen. Okay, I have a lot of reason. I mean, I kind of said a lot of like when we were, uh, when we were talking about it on our seasonal uh, review, but like. Listen, dude, they, the, the, so there's, there's what I like to call like the main Gundam shows that come out. And by main Gundam shows, I mean like, you know, once every couple of years, there's a new main Gundam show that comes out. Right. And the one before this was the witch from Mercury. Okay. Um, you know, origin is kind of like another main one, I guess, but it's still kind of like a, it's kind of like a prequel, an already established UC's, you know, Universal Century stuff. So when I talk main stuff, new main stuff, I'm talking about new, new stuff. Okay. So, like, the one before this was Iron Blooded Orphans. And as much as I liked Iron Blooded Orphans, there was just a lot of it that was really just like, it kind of just felt like they were just inserting like weird twists and really huge dramatic deaths in it just to get people to be like, like they were trying to like capture that attack on Titan feel. You know what I mean? That edge yeah, of your trying to like you know, one up themselves. Yeah. But they were just doing it too hard. And it was just kind of like, it kind of fell a little up. ham fisted. Yeah. Yeah. Ham, that's the perfect way to say it. Ham-fisted. I mean, you could say that, uh, which Mercury gets ham fisted. Oh you know man. I mean? Oh jeez. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh jeez. The Nick. memes, the memes. Oh jeez, Nick. Uh, but no, like, <laughs> Yeah, and so I was hyped for this one for a long time, right? And so obviously we had be- th- three big new Gundam things coming out. One was the the Hathaway movies, which is a new like series. Anne of- Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, dude. Anne Hathaway. It's a center new Gundam about Anne Hathaway. No, yeah, Gundam Hathaway, which is a new series of movies. And then we had Kukuru's Don's Island, which takes place during like uh, the One Year War. I wrote a little with Amuro and stuff. And then, and then we have um, the Witch from Mercury, which is the new main series, and it's just like it's so good, man. They, you know, I they're the last one, Iron Blooded Orphans, the mech design in that one. The only good thing was the main Gundam, which was the Barbados Gundam or Barbados Gundam. Whereas this one, we have like the Ifrit, we have the oh yeah, these ones are cool. We have like the 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 um. Uh, what is the name of the one that uh, Ghoul Jaturk 
pilots. The I'm Delanza. To... The Delanza. Okay. And it's not a which is not a Gundam, right? But like then we have What about Shadiq? Doesn't he have a cool one too? Oh yeah. Dude, Shadiq I forget has the name. It's like one. an epic sounding name. It's a super anyway. sick sounding name, but yeah, Shadiq has a sick one too. And then we have the aerial Gundam, of course, the main one. And then uh man. It it the mecha design is done by well m- m- part of it. There's there's other mecha designers on it as well. But um part of it uh, a lot of it was done by the main one I, I believe was done by JN Thed and uh and then Ippy Gyobu. But uh man, JN Thed's artwork is just really sick. Um and they were also doing mechanical design stuff on Yurisei Atsura, which is funny. Um but yes, dude, I I love it. It's so popular. It's so good. I mean, like the the they came out with Aerial Gundam high grade kits, and they sold out everywhere. Oh, the Fair Act. That's what it's called. The Fair Act. That's right. Yes, that thing. Was I found fucking... I found somebody ranked them in a slideshow. <laughs> yeah, that thing was fucking cool. That thing was fucking so wart. Cool. Um, but like the Aerial Gundam, it's sold out. And like, shout out to Mecha Warehouse. Shout out to Nick at Mecha Warehouse because they no matter how popular kids get, no matter how popular, you know, and sold out that they are, they'll always sell them at just MSRP. So when they got their shipment in, I hopped on it real quick and I got two of them. One for me, one for the giveaway for the live stream this tomorrow. And because it's such a cool Gundam and people love it. So I, it's man. And the story is just so good. The characters, the two main characters, Suleta and Miorin are so good. Everyone ships them like, you know, Artist Twitter is just going wild with those two, and I love it. I love seeing all kinds of art of them, and they're like as, the. Uh, it's either them or the Licorice Recoil couple. Yeah, yep, yep. Those are like the big Yuri couples of the year. I would say the big like characters this year that people were drawn was, um, was Bochi, and then. Uh, I mean the Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man probably wins, right? Chainsaw Man probably wins. Yeah, but they have really good character designs. The Lyco Rico girls, and then and then the the girls from Witch from Mercury. And so, as a big longtime Gundam fan, this was the Gundam series I was waiting for, and I got it, and I love it so much, and that's why it's my number one because I just I'm happy to be back in the Gundam fandom in full force and just be excited about Gundam again. And I love it. I love everything about it. Oh and, man, we forgot to mention Choo Choo. The girl with the oh, mouth yeah, choo-choo, hair. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Choo Choo Pan Lunch. <laughs> two giant afros on her head. That's Nick's wife, dude, Choo Choo Pan Lunch. That's my wife. Nick Choo Choo Pan Lunch. Just just look up Choo Choo Pan Lunch, Gundam Witch from Mercury. She's got the best design. What a great name, Pan Lunch. <laughs> yeah, Pan Lunch. Choo Choo Pan frontal. Lunch. Miorian Rembrandt, Suleta Mercury. You know, they have these Gundam ass names, you know what I mean? Sabina Fardin. Uh, what did she fart in? I don't. I don't know. That's the thing. Like we don't know. Ghoul <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jaturk, Vim Jaturk, and Lilik Kadoka Lipati. You know, bless you, Gundam master. Thank you, Gundam master names. Uh, yeah, Chuatari Pan Lunch. They were, but they call her Choo Choo. Choo Choo Pan Lunch. Anyways, Nick, tell us your number one before I go off about Gundam. I keep going about Gundam. Nick's number one. Okay, here we go. The All right. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I was gonna say, can you give me a little drum roll there, Sam? <laughs> oh no, I meant I meant the. I'm just kidding. Okay, okay Bochi the, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. the Rock. Bochi the Rock. Bochi the Rock. Okay. 
It's pretty obvious. I love the memes. Bochi is my favorite character of the year. I love she... the memes. God, her so many good Bochi memes. Uh, you just like insert her into any situation, and she's just panicking, and it's it's fucking funny. Um, <laughs> I know the show is supposed to be about her overcoming her like anxiety and social uh, hangups, and it it does work. And, and like she does a good job. She's not like yeah. Th- the show is presented as a comedy, so like I don't take it as offensive that she, that it's funny. You know what I mean? Like that her anxiety is the comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, in sure. real life, it's not so funny, probably. But the way they do it is like she makes friends, you know, and she does a good job, and they, so, she improves on it. Yeah, and she improves on it, but she's with the not, help of them. But she's still not fully there yet at the end, and and that's what sure. what makes it good. But yeah, like you guys already described it. It's there, there. It's girls in a band. It's kind of like Kon a little bit. Um, Bochi is trying to get over her anxiety and all that. And, and like the best parts of this show are whenever they animate Bochi doing something crazy and they, they'll even change styles and like change camera angles and like the way that it lo- like the whole scene looks with like a different lens. And I know they don't use lens, you know, but you know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. The camera angle. Yeah. yeah. Like when the, she's climbing into the, into her, her melon box, like her cardboard box, the shot, she, or whatever. She yeah. like sits into the in the trash can and calls herself trash and stuff. And it's just like, <laughs> as an anime fan, I relate. <laughs> um, this is like probably the best like too real. You know, it's like this is me. This is me for real. <laughs> the anime. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's it's just it's it's such a good interpretation of it. It's, it's a great musical anime. Um, despite I, it's funny cause like, I actually don't love their songs as much as I love some of the other like K-On type songs, but actually I think a lot of music anime, it's, it's really ironic that like the best music in anime is never in a music anime. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, maybe like Haruhi, God knows, but yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's not really a music anime though. If you think about it, that was just one scene in an anime. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's just fun to see to see Bochi like do her shit, and then obviously her friends. Like, actually, I liked I liked Rio probably the second best because she was like, she was, she was kind of a dick, but she was also really bad with money, <laughs> so it was funny, and she would try to like mooch off her friends and stuff. And then uh, yeah, Nijika is just like kind of the happy go lucky Genki girl, and then Ikuyo, I think she was in love with Nijika. I don't know, um, but yeah, and then you have all the other characters too, and 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 it's cute girls at its best i think or amongst the best cute girls shows in anime i think so yeah it's 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 up there with i would say it's not we already mentioned this in another podcast it's not as good it's not as good as k-on in my opinion but i think bochi is really fucking good and like in the upper echelon so yeah 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 honestly yeah Woo! hell yeah the seventh annual summies, dude. There you go. Now I'll take us out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do it. No, Wait, dude. that's more of a build up. You gotta do the wind you gotta do the wind down or something. Like the Oscars wind down. What is the that that fucking I don't know. That violin song the orchestra always plays like as like they're walking off or Play the Reigns of Castamere song. There you go. I'll just play. No, I'll just insert. If you know, uh, you know. <laughs> I'll just insert one winged angel right here from Final Fantasy VII. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> <Sophie> Roth. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I know, dude. Uh, let us know your top 10. Your top 10 anime of 2022, okay? Um, we had a lot of fun with this one. This year went hard. It went super hard, man. This this year was cold as fuck. It was so good. And it just kind of... I don't know, man. I really feel like... I have to go back and look at 2021 again, I guess. But, like, I really feel like 2022 kind of pulled me back into anime a little bit more than I was. Like, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like 2021 I was getting jaded. You know, we had the... We had the... Well, that was when the pandemic really fucked everything over real bad. Because 2020, they already had some stuff in there. 2021, we had Wonder Egg Priority. So, like, I love Wonder Egg Priorities, obviously, right? Like, I'm still buying Wonder Egg Priority stuff. Um, And we had, you know, but, like, I don't know. I feel like if I look back, like, I'm looking at Winter 2021 right now. Wonder Egg Priority is the only one. And Beastars Second Season are the only things on there that I'm, like, Holy shit, you know. We had the first part of Attack on Titan final Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan final season. Um we had Jobless Reincarnation then too. I mean, I guess we got Tokyo Avengers as well. So I mean there's Tokyo Avengers. Um and then we had the Fruits Basket final season and Odd Taxi. But man, I don't know. Oh yeah, Odd Taxi was really good. Yeah. I feel I think like this was, was a stronger year for sure. This was definitely a stronger year, yeah. As much as there was stuff I loved last year, this was definitely a stronger year. But um any final thoughts with you guys on twenty twenty two? Or... There was a lot of hitters uh, in 2022. There's a lot of good shows. I think I watched a lot more this year than I did previous years. And if I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, there was a lot. I felt I felt slightly overwhelmed with all these shows because I kept saying yeah I'm gonna you know this season is gonna be a light season for me and then lo and behold I watched like 10 different shows in one season yeah <laughs> so yeah just like god damn it <laughs> and then god there are people it. like on the discord they're like Danny you should watch this you're gonna like it it's like I'm trying to lighten my load here why are you giving me more stuff to watch share the load Frodo <laughs> Share the load, dude. Yeah. So many no, isekais. <laughs> yes, yeah, a lot of isekais. We're thankful I like how we didn't have any isekais on our list. We didn't. We had reverse isekai. We had your boy Kong Ming, but that's it. Yeah. God, there's a, a lot of them just blend together. You know, I'm sorry. but blend together, yeah. Look, re, uh, the, the Jobless Reincarnation, that one's good. ReZero, pretty good. But, like, yeah. man, a lot of the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah, filler. Yeah. yeah. Um... All right, there you go, man. And again, go listen to our radio hour. Um, for pretend that Kongming is in there. Just listen pretend to it. Yeah, just pretend that Kong Ming is in there. <laughs> and for for our top, you know, OPs and EDs of 2022. And then again, let us know your top ten of 2022. And uh, yeah, this has been. The oh, hey, Sam, annual... you could you could you could play Kongming to either to it to send us out or to bring us in. Your choice, how you want to edit that. Ooh, you know what? That would make up for it. You know what? I'll just put it. I'm just gonna put it right here. We'll just put it every five seconds during the <laughs> every five seconds. <laughs> nah, dude. I'll just uh, I'll just have I'll put it right here at the end to play us out of here, just because it's such a good song. I'll put the TV version. Um, but yeah, that being said, and then for the YouTube version, obviously I'll change it. But like, uh, yeah, no, for for this dude, you gotta listen to the song. I'll put it right now. Here's "Cheeky Cheeky Bomb Bomb" by Queendom. The OP to your boy Kong Ming. I've been Sam. That's been Nick. That's been Danny. And this has been the Anime Summit Podcast.